Oh, boy. There's a lot going on on the Robert Scott Bell Show today, for sure. We're about ready to head out uh, to Arizona for the big event with uh, many of our friends that are going to be there. One of our friends who's not going to be there is going to be out in Savannah, Georgia. And uh, there's a big CHD event there. So there's stuff going on all over. So if you're East Coast, you're going to Savannah. If you're closer to the West Coast, you're going to Scottsdale, and we'll see you there. But Tracy Slepsevic is going to be on with me today, the Warrior Mom. And in hour two, we have Bob Riorin, our friend from Folium PX, Folium Products, as well as Rich Gomez is going to share some stories of, of healing and hope and, and health uh, and the utilization of, of the uh, Folium products as well. Uh, we've got more on the COVID authoritarianism, as well as uh, uh, very alarming birth statistics out of Italy, birth rates, and very alarming here in the United States in terms of infant mortality. In the midst of all the greatest medicine in the world, how is it possible that infant mortality is going up? Biggest in, in about 20 years, at least, two decades at least. And we got a homeopathic hit related to vaccinosis. If you don't know what that is, you'll have to check it out or stay tuned. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on, bringing the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, the Robert Scott Bell Show. Yeah, we got to cover the news that isn't always uh, the most exciting or, uh, let's say, uplifting, the news itself. But then again, how you respond to it uh, is the determining factor on whether it ultimately is and can be uplifting. Case in point, the entire three or so crazy years of COVID. Wasn't a lot of what we call positive news coming out, especially with the, the corruption of government and the uh, ownership of government by the companies and corporations in the pharmaceutical industry that uh, profited uh, over the demise of many. Needlessly, I would say, from the standpoint of if they were left alone or were allowed to be cared for appropriately by doctors and homeopaths and naturopaths. Yet at the same time, we see a growing consciousness shift that is significant, so significant and so rapid that it probably, I'd safely say, couldn't have or wouldn't have happened were it not for the disaster and the corruption associated with the COVID uh, crisis, so to speak. Uh, and, and that, of course, involves the shift in vaccine compliance, if we can say it that way, the word that cannot be said unless, unless you risk getting banned. Although so many people are on it, if they were going to ban everybody that has a question about vaccine now, almost nobody would be uh, on any platform at all. And this is, you know, one of the examples of this recently, uh, we talked about the uptake of the, uh, the COVID shots as they are, whether they're called boosters or new versions, 3% in America, 3%. And yet you had the new CDC director going, we're right on track. We're right on track for what? 3%. That used to be the number or percentage of people that wouldn't get certain vaccines or any or all. And it's flipped completely around because of their arrogance, ignorance, authoritarianism, etc. So we thank them for their obstinance and their unwillingness to listen to us. Had we, uh, been successful in communicating to them what they could have done, which was to ignore us. Uh, th- this wouldn't have happened in the same way, but they had to attack. They had to claim ownership over us, you, me, our bodies, our children's bodies, and attempt to uh, 
to push it to the extent that they pushed everybody away or a significant portion of those people that were allied to them away or squoze them right out by the grips, right? The squeezing the tighter and then you escape their grasp at that point. Now, if you check out the show notes today at robertscatbell.com, you'll see a number of the articles that we'll cover, including the guests. This hour will be joined by my friend Tracy Slepsevic, the Warrior Mom, and she's going to be speaking at the CHD event in Savannah uh, this coming weekend. I'll be in Arizona, in Temp- where, where am I going to be? Uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, with the Warners, and they're a big event, and it's all linked up and listed at the Robert Scott Bell Show page and Robert Scott Bell up, uh, updates as far as upcoming events, right? There's always uh, some things that are being added as Super Don and I get confirmation of various events, including the event that Tracy is inspired to, to do. Uh, and we'll talk about that, especially uh, uh, she'll extend a special discount for the Robert Scott Bell Show family, which I'm always excited about providing to you. And so that's coming up uh, February 2nd and 3rd, 2024 in San Antonio, Texas. So stand by for that update as well. But the first story, there are two stories that are sort of related, one in the U.S. and one in Italy. Now, if I start at home for me, the United States, America, you look at this uh Medical monopoly we've been living under for decades and decades, now generations. And you think with all of the advances in medical science and how highfalutin awesome they claim to be, we wouldn't be leading the industrialized world in infant mortality, would we? You go to the top 20 nations, we're the worst and getting worse. ABC News is reporting the U.S. infant mortality rate rose last year and the CDC says it's the largest increase in two decades. The U.S. infant mortality rate rose 3% last year, which is the largest increase in 20 years. How and why? Well, they're probably not going to put a finger on it, even if they would acknowledge what we know as to the increase, why this would be happening. But it says in here, white and Native American infants, infant boys and babies born at 37 weeks or earlier had significant death rate increases. They also noted larger increases for two of the leading causes of infant deaths, maternal complications and bacterial meningitis. Now, maternal complications, what does that mean? That means typically they're pointing at the women. There's a problem here in the actual birth or going to term and very little of what we would acknowledge women need to do to prepare for childbirth, much less prenatal. And I I would say pre-prenatal, the thing is preparing long before you become pregnant. But women, just like men, have been weakened by the Western diet, the lifestyle, the toxicological burdens, the pushing out of uh, minerals, key minerals that are critical for the development to term of healthy babies before what we would consider a more natural childbirth. How often does that even happen anymore? I've talked extensively about the need for these minerals in pregnancy, much less in preparation for pregnancy. And one of those things was featured in, is featured in the documentary Maternal Intuition, who we uh, we covered, I think, last week. Uh, and it's all available now, I believe, on Amazon Prime for like a buck ninety nine. And I hope that you'll download it and watch it and share it. But I talk about the the need for these minerals because the body of a woman in preparation for accepting a new life that would be developing inside her body, it requires nutrients. It requires nutrition. Of course, this is why even the medical profession acknowledges prenatal vitamins. 
Although the vast majority of prenatal vitamins that these doctors are pushing are cold, cold tar derivatives, oil-based derivatives, synthetic as synthetic is, and not really nutrients that the body can absorb and utilize to much effect. And so this is where I defer to 100% whole food nutrition, that is either coming from the food you eat or supplementing with nutritional supplements that are actually food as well, as opposed to, as opposed to high potency isolates and uh, synthetic amino acid chelates. And I recognize there is some level of functionality with those things, but there's a lot of detriment too. And so when we, we've been talking about this for many years, like the use of a critical mineral during pregnancy being chromium, the glucose tolerance factor, 100% whole food chromium, and also now vanadium, we understand as well, a, a cofactor being critical for the protection of the chromosomal integrity of the developing baby. In addition, for the mother who can suffer with what they call gestational diabetes, the simple way to counteract that from ever having to manifest is to supplant the chromium stores of the body that have been depleted because not a lot of food has chromium in it anymore. Whole grains have been ripped apart and, and refined. And then we've talked about the, the, the way they grow these grains, much less other sources of these minerals like chromium very much devoid in our Western diet. So we must supplement 100 micrograms, three or even, I say for women who are pregnant, four times a day. And that's, you know, not just to prevent the gestational diabetes, but to protect the integrity, the genetic chromosomal integrity of the developing baby to be strong enough to go to term, full nine months, if you will, before having the baby. So these things are not discussed much in the medical uh, let's say office of the OBGYN or whoever you're consulting with. Now, maybe, maybe some of the midwives and doulas, maybe they understand this more, maybe not. Don't assume it. And so I will urge you, if you are pregnant or want to be pregnant, please, please, please go to Jonathan's uh, website, choose to be healthy.com. Jonathan Wagner, choose to be healthy.com. Get the uh, glucose sugar balance formula at the very least. I'm saying, I'm not, I just focusing on this right now and get, start taking one capsule four times a day in preparation for or during the pregnancy to help sustain the life and the chromosomal integrity of that baby that's developing as we're seeing a rising rate of infant mortality in the West, in America. I mean, this is, it's embarrassing, but embarrassment is the least of the concerns when you lose a baby. But there are reasons it's happening and there are ways to circumvent this. And, and of course, this doesn't get into uh, even the discussion of hepatitis B shots or various well baby visits in the first year of life also contributing to the death, the uh, un untimely demise of many of these children in America. And we have a secondary story here that is sort of related, but it's across the pond into Italy. It says births in Italy heading to a, a, a new record low in 2023, according to the statistics office of the government there. Between January and June, there were 3,500 fewer births than in the same period of 2022. One year over year, a significant drop. A significant drop. Why and how? You think of Italy, what religion do you feel is or think is predominant in Italy? Isn't it Catholicism? And in Catholicism, don't they stand against the use of birth control? And, and isn't there an encouragement to be fruitful and multiply in Catholicism? Have a lot of babies. Don't don't try to stop them from coming. 
and yet you're seeing a decline in the birth rates in Italy? That should be massively alarming to anybody that cares about the human species. Replacement of those who die with new babies to repopulate. The only good news here is for those that are population reductionists like Bill Gates, who see the success of their vaccine program or various other programs that they claim would reduce the world's population because they think we have got too many people on it. And as I said, they should volunteer to leave this planet instead of reducing those who want to have babies for the ability to have them, much less to bring a baby to term or if that baby lives through uh, the nine months and then birth that they don't die in the first year due to pharmaceutical constructs on life itself, which is really not life. It's death induction machinery. Thank God for Don Naylor and his family per, uh, I mean, repopulating the planet alone with his kids. I mean, good Lord, something's going right there, super Don. And I'm glad. <laughs> And there are families that are having, I mean, if you're in Utah, you see the birth rate is still happening, although maybe even at a reduced rate among uh, the Mormon population that really goes into that fruitful and multiply. You see a lot of babies still being born, but still, is it enough? In most places, you're barely making replacement. In many cases, you're not. And that portends devastation for us here in the United States. And I, I speak specifically now because what are we doing with the open borders policy of the Biden administration? coming in through Mexico, particularly people that don't necessarily love America nor appreciate the foundations of America rooted in liberty, individual liberty and rights from in, coming from God, not government. You have people coming in that hate America, that don't want freedom, that hate what we stand for. And they're coming in daily by the hundreds, if not thousands. And those are the replacement population people that will take over America and diminish what's left of our freedom. Because let's just be a, let's be a little bit uh, direct and it's not pleasant to acknowledge. But those of you who have kids and have allowed them to go into government indoctrination centers, a.k.a. public schools, and you do not deprogram them daily from the cult of government and the hate America themes that are coming through those schools. We're losing our own American children. Even, even as they live and survive the onslaught of modern medicine and pediatricians, they're raised in government indoctrination centers where they're taught the glory of government, and that government grants them rights and can revoke them rather than acknowledging those rights come from a creator that's far higher, deeper, and long-lasting than government ever would be. And so we got a great deal of concern, not only for those babies that are not being bored, but the ones that are being born and then are dying to fulfill the pharmaceutical fantasy of people like Bill Gates or others at the World Health Organization or the World Economic Forum, et cetera. Promoting an agenda of vaccinate everything that lives and breathes and it has an emotion. So I know that's not a pleasant topic to open the show with, but the good news is there are people like you like me, like Super Don, like Tracy Slepsevic are saying, uh-uh, we're not, we're, not, we're not playing along with this anymore. We're going to speak out. We're not going to be silenced, despite all of your efforts at banishing us, deplatforming us, censoring us. We're not going to play along with that. You may have gotten rid of many of the compliant, but those of us who are left are not compliant or shall not be compliant. 
And that portends possibilities of restoration of freedom that you might think were too far gone. It's already lost. But as long as you have breath, you have the capacity to bring in that freedom, that liberty, that life, that spark that was given to you by that which created you by God to outcreate the bad guys, the population reductions. However, we are asked to not just believe, but to act on those beliefs. If you want to defend life, liberty, and property, the pursuit of happiness, you ain't going to do it just by sitting on your butt going, man, this sucks, man. I don't like what I'm seeing. We can acknowledge that we don't like a lot of what we're seeing, what we're experiencing. At the same time, we can just sit down as victims and say, pray to God, please come save me, send Jesus back, whatever it is you believe. But I don't believe we're asked to wait and do nothing. What is that something to do? It's different for each and every one of us. And I'm not here to criticize or even laud whatever that is, except to acknowledge that you connect to the source of your very creation and you will be guided as to what you are here to do. Is it to promote the cause of freedom? Is it to protect the innocent? Is it to protect the babies that have yet to be born? Or is it something else? It's up to you to determine. Someone who has determined what that is, and I respect her immensely, appreciate her, love her dearly. She's joining me now on the Robert Scott Bell Show, Tracy Slepsevic, the warrior mom. She's got a big event coming up in February, and I always, always love seeing you here, Tracy, and at the various events we attend together. Well, it's good to be on your show again. And thank you for like my last name just rolls off your tongue. Like you have no issues. So I can't say it. Like <laughs> you have to be does. the only one. <laughs> I, I can't say it like your husband does. It's much more authentic when he says it. Right. Slip <laughs> I love that, but I'm like, I, I won't attempt that because I'll screw that up. I'll do the American style. And anyway, and I, and I know you have a lot of leeway that you grant me and I appreciate it. Uh, but it's so good to see you. Uh, I don't know if you have any commentary on on what's happening out there. We talk about the babies, the kids. I know that's a big part of your mission here as well. So it it saddens me. So you're starting to see, like you said, the rate of pregnancy is going down. Um, when you talk about prenatals, a, a big reason for prenatals is for folic acid. And a lot of times if, if a a mother does not have enough folic acid, then it could cause neurological disorders in the child. Um, so folic acid is also super important. Um, you know, oh, also, Tracy, you know, my deference to hundred percent whole food forms, the folate form, which is available in, in, you know, better supplements. Cause a lot of them were the synthetic folic acid yes. that doesn't have the, uh, the, the, the same impact and benefit. Uh, and, and I know Jonathan Emord, our friend has also promoted that it was one of the lawsuits that he took on to make sure that that could be stated as far as protecting against neural tube defects, et cetera. But again, I defer mostly to the whole food form, wherever you can get it, where we, we promote that, but you're right. We need to bring up those issues, but it's not just that one thing. It's about the glyphosate exposure. It's about the vaccines they're trying to give women who are pregnant for flu and other things. The COVID mRNA injections that are devastating fertility and causing uh, the loss of children that are being developed in moms. There's so much going on that's worse than ever before. So we have to be extra diligent in protection. That's why you have to be a warrior to be able to take this on. We do. So, you know, I tell my parents all the time, I said, listen, the number one thing I'm going to tell you is hold your children close, protect them, keep them home from school, homeschool if you possibly can. Because even as I had no idea prior to, 
COVID-19 hitting, you know, and my son already being in high school, that I didn't realize that he was slowly being indoctrinated. You know, they were watching CNN news every day. And I'm like, why is my kid watching CNN news at school? Um, so all these different things. And then as time went on, it was like a battle at home. And if anybody's ever seen Plandemic 3, I swear to you, it was like my story, mm-hmm. you know, the divide between the parents, the um, the brainwashing that my son would come home and he'd be like, communism, like it's cool. And I'm yeah. like, no, <laughs> totally not cool. Yeah, and- especially since your husband comes from an area that was impacted and occupied by Soviet type forces uh, promoting this agenda of communism. Uh, which is anything but an acknowledgement of your God-given, let's say, creation and or rights. And, you know, I've said this to parents that are sending their kids to these schools, and even private schools are guilty of some of these uh, 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 indoctrination. You have to deprogram your child every day. Remember, they're gone seven, eight hours a day with these folks, and you're with them. How much time? You know, not as much in a sense in a conscious thing beyond their sleep time. And so you have to uh, really get in their face. And I don't mean this in a mean way, but to make sure that the principles in which you believe in your values are instilled and to counteract that which they're being programmed to believe. It's astonishing. Many of us wouldn't have known anything of it until COVID happened and they started getting homeschooled on, 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 you know, video platforms. And then parents were going, what are you teaching my kids? Nobody knew. They're like robots. So I tell people all the time, I feel like the use of vaccines is to really, you know, make these children neurologically challenged. So they're easily brainwashed and manipulated. You put them into the school system, you know, they could do whatever it is that they want to do. And you're absolutely right. My husband's family came from Serbia. His father's family, his whole family was actually wiped out from communism, you know, they came into their home, they killed everybody but the children. And, you know, his father was left to fend for himself as as a young 12 year old and his siblings. So a lot of that our kids don't understand. They think it's it's a meme. It's it's funny. It's okay. It's you know, mom, I I I, I wouldn't mean any harm on anybody. I said no, but what you don't understand is you voicing that gives it power, and it truly you know. They're not taught where millions died from communism. Yeah, they're, they're not taught where at least they're talk about the airy fairy uh, look of oh, it's it's communal. It's caring for one another to each according to his meat, you know, all of that. It's like, where does it lead? It leads to elimination of your freedom of religion, your freedom of speech, your freedom of expression, worship, all of that. And basically we are moving very rapidly in that direction of collectivism, which is Marxism, whether it be manifest as socialism or communism. And these kids are being taught, well, that's a really nice, kind and loving thing to do. Uh, I I know it's mind boggling what's going on. So I constantly have to remind parents. I'm like, listen, I it may be hard for one parent to stay home. But if you're not a single parent, if you have that opportunity, there's so many different options for homeschooling these days versus, you know, several years ago before COVID. There's great groups, play dates, this, that. I mean, they have so much at their, you know, at 
at their disposal so they can provide exactly what it is that they need for your their child. Because we used to think back in the day, homeschooling was crazy. Oh, they need to be social. They have to be around other children. So now these days we have to keep our kids safe and make sure you prepare your home as well. Have those non-perishable foods, those water filters. If your kid is uh, old enough to have a cell phone, put a satellite phone in a Faraday bag in their backpack, you know, teach them how to use it, run through drills, sit your family down. You know, this is my husband coming out of me because he's the disaster preparedness guy. So it's all about really preparing your home, being safe and providing the best environment for your children as possible. Yeah. Well, the, the disaster preparedness is something that uh, we we have un, we've been woefully inadequate in America. We've had it so well for so long that our needs are met, even in a you know a temporary crisis like a hurricane that comes through, and then things are back up and running pretty darn quick. What if they don't come up pretty darn quick? Are you prepared for a prolonged power outage and or a lack of access to fuel and food, etc.? And these are things that we've kind of. We've gotten a little bit lazy or a lot of bit lazy because we've had it so well. And I think this is also why we can have young people complaining that they're being misgendered. Their pronouns are wrong. It's like when you take that concept to other countries around the world that don't have the luxurious lifestyle or capacity to every day, they just wake up, there's a roof over their heads, there's food in their mouths, there's clothes. They look at you and go, what the, what, what are you talking about misgendering? But when you have everything that you ever needed from the day you're born, and you're not taught to have to work for it or realize that it isn't automatic, then you start complaining about things that are inconsequential in terms of real survival. Absolutely. So the number one thing is we always say, have a meeting with your children, whatever age children you have. What if there's an earthquake, anything? If there is a solar flare, an EMP strike, literally cars will be dead on the side of the road. Um, and it, it, they say that statistics say that that will wipe out 90% of the population. So are you prepared to live without power? Do you know how to live without power? Do you grow food in your garden? Do you have backup seeds? Because they're going to take that from us as well. So the most important thing is to truly, truly be prepared. Mm -hmm. We have some comments coming in. Uh, basically, you can access the uh, show notes at robertscabell.com. We have also a little chat room there, but we also have a chat room that is accessible through the various social media groups that we're not banned on uh, at this point. Um, one of the our friends, Lori Harvey, I was talking about the the rate of uh, uh, infant mortality here in America rising. Uh, Lori says there's a hospital 25 miles east of her, has the highest stillbirth uh, rate in its history. Uh, they used to be taught that they had the lowest infant death rate. The moms all had the same thing in common, the COVID injection, interestingly enough. These are observations we're hearing from all over the country. Yet our CDC, our FDA, the president, you name it from HHS, they are not acknowledging any of this. All they want you to do is comply and get more jabs, get more injections. Absolutely. And I will sit, I will, I do not care. I will tell any parent, please, please just don't do it. Please don't, you know, if they ask me my opinion, my opinion is, is I would have never vaccinated my child. I would have never vaccinated myself. If you think about it, I'm previous military. So I've had 
every vaccine known to man. And then after the, you know, ripe young age of 20, I started to have major joint pain and was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, chronic migraines, glaucoma, who, who, who starts to have glaucoma in their 20s? It's, it's insane. So all these different health issues. And, you know, so my goal in life is to really address it's it's already there. If it's there, we can't do anything about it to educate parents and families and even doctors on how do you prevent these things from happening. But also, what do you do once you already have them? How do you address those those underlying conditions associated with all these different ailments that we have, not just neurological disorders? Mm -hmm. As I was healing my son, I was healing myself with real food. And, And it was just really nourishing my body, you know, lots of water, forget the sugar and the carbs and everything else in the processed food. If you cannot pronounce it, you should not be eating it. (laughs) That is one of the most important things. So when I wrote my book, it was really to educate parents to get to inspire them to give them hope um, that healing and getting their children to a functioning state is possible. I mean, you truly have to put your heart and soul and everything into it. And you have to believe it to be true. And you have to trust God to guide you because I promise I didn't do this alone. It was very divinely led. And anytime I felt lost, God would send me an angel. It was absolutely the most perfect journey. I'm super blessed because my son gave me purpose. Today, he's 18 years old and he's thriving. He's doing great. He's driving. Oh, and he just backed into my truck um, the other day. So he got into his first little fender bender and I get to reap the consequences of that one. And he's like, well, mom, you just parked too close. <laughs> I'm like, of course. Yes. Of course, it's my fault. Why would it be your fault? Why would you be the one who was unconscious, not paying attention that mm-hmm. my truck was? Well, let that be the safest lesson on the road to have a little backing into your mom's truck scenario as opposed to out there in the, the wild streets of California. Um, right. Yeah. And I had just had all the little dings repainted uh-huh. and fixed. And when it of happens, course yep. it was it was just the you know, perfect timing. So I really, my son is doing great. He's thriving. He is, you know, he's going to a junior college. Most of his schooling is at home. And um, I mean, other than, you know, ex my whole like diet plan, because he's a teenager and he's like, well, all these foods you never fed me when I was a kid. And I'm like, well, that's because they're not food. Why would I yeah. feed them to you? Well, <laughs> so. yeah. You've also taught him that if he eats those foods and, and, and symptoms manifest that they're related. So this is what yeah. I did with my kids. Uh, and, and they know what to eat or not to eat, not based on what I tell them, even though they know that as well. But I just said, pay attention to your body symptoms. They don't lie. And if you put something in that doesn't work for you, you're going to know it pretty quick because we never poisoned you in the same way. I was poisoned with the standard American diet. My wife was, uh, and we didn't know because we were always met with drugs as opposed to, hey, maybe the food you could do better there. And then those symptoms wouldn't be there. So the remediation is something that I have been lecturing on for decades now. And 
In fact, uh, thank you as well for inviting me to speak at your conference we're going to talk about shortly. Although I will say you put a daunting task on me if you're giving me 30 minutes to talk about homeopathy. Good <laughs> Lord, wish me luck on that. I've, I've given people either 15 or 30 minutes to speak in general. You are not like... You're, you're picking on me. I know you it's all about 30 minutes. <laughs> I could have given you 15 to talk about. Yeah, I know. See, that's why I shouldn't complain or else you're going to take minutes away. You're such a good mom. So... Uh, Unless, of course, you know, um, you want to jump in there with Cardio Miracle. They do get a full hour because they are one of my big sponsors. Sure. Um, of course. And, you know, I'm happy to do that. We utilize them every day. And uh, it's been an incredible journey how I've been able to hit the fitness levels I in my 50s, late 50s now, some would say. I hate saying that. But uh, outpacing myself in my 20s, much less many others in that way. So happy to do that, too. Well, I did it because, you know, I I really hate doing breakout sessions. I don't like people missing things. So I wanted to cram as much as I could in a two-day conference with some of the best speakers out there, as you know. You have, you know? And you have nailed it, man. Uh, the, the lineup that you have, holy tamole. You got to see this. Super Don, can you put up uh, uh, Tracy's conference? Uh, it, we have the banner up in the upcoming events tab. And you want to see who's going to be there in San Antonio, Texas, Groundhog Day and the next day, February 2nd and 3rd. And this is just, like I said, just the one poster. And there are more people than this poster that we have. Super Don scrambling, I could see. I hope our website is up. We, we're working on tra transferring it or what we call migrating it from GoDaddy to something more hospitable to our message so we don't get taken down, you know, trying to be proactive in that regard. Uh, so Super Don, can't, you can't access it. He's saying, oh, he's struggling. I say he's holding his phone. Oh, that's okay. I can go through. So we have Del Bigtree, Dr. Andrew Wakefield, my absolute hero, whom I truly love and appreciate. And uh, the VIP hour is going to be dedicated to him and the viewing and premiere of his movie. That and you're in, we, have, we, were at, we were there for the filming. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there it is. Look at this. There's Dell, there's Brian Hooker, Dr. New, uh, Dr. Judy, uh, Jerry Cartsonell, Dr. Paul Thomas, uh, Dee Dee Hoover. We got uh, what Dawn Marie Gal Ga Gavin or Gavin. How do you pronounce her name? Gavin. Gavin? So she's the spellers lady, the okay. spelling to communicate. That's right. Yes. Excellent. There's me, Da, D-A, but it's D-A home. Add the H-O-M for homeopathy eventually. There's Dr. James Lyons-Weiler, our buddy, Dr. Jack. Uh, man, look at the lineup. There's Tracy. Even Tracy's going to be there. It's her show. She could do whatever she wants. <laughs> and, uh, wow. Look at the lineup. This is an amazing two day event. Uh, I have my favorite around. pastor there to, you know, pray over us and mm -hmm. talk a little bit. He gets a whole 15 minutes to talk a little bit how they're indoctrinating our children and, mm -hmm. you know, atheism and all that stuff. Scroll down a little bit. More Look at that. You've got, you've got Slepsevic and here's Joseph Sliskovich. So <laughs> <laughs> Sliskovich, they're like family friends. They're like family. Okay. Um, and he is going to talk about um, special needs trusts in planning for, mm -hmm. for these kids. And it's super yeah. important because a lot of parents, I, I just go with what parents ask me, you know, what are the questions that are out there? And one of them is what, you know, what do I do? What do I set up for my child? So Joe's going to be talking about that. 
Then you got uh, your Stanford Graham there, my yep, big sponsor. Him. Love mm -hmm. him. Lisa Stillman. Um, now, Simone and Jeff um, are absolutely amazing. Have you ever heard their story, Robert? I don't think so. Oh, so on, I have a little clip of it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I talk a little bit about their story. I'm like, listen, you gotta, you gotta hear this. I initially saw it on a CHD podcast and it said in highlight or the, the highlight was healing autism. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, that's my world. And I got on, I listened to their story, same story. You know, their daughter was non-functioning. They did a lot of biomedical intervention, changing her diet, everything else. And so both of them are like classical singers. Mm. And they are, so they're, is it like a tenor? They they have like a tenor band. Is that what you call it? Or group? So <laughs> anyway. No, he was in one of those things before. So he knows all about those musical tenors and altos and yes, whatever. So they're amazing. And when you get to the end of the story, mm -hmm. um, their daughter it, it sings with um, actually both their daughters sing with their dad. And nice. so they're going to come all the way out from London Whoa. and they are going to sing for us. So it's actually, wow. I mean, other than Andy and Dell coming to speak, it is like my highlight. I am so excited that they are traveling all nice. the way out to San Antonio mm -hmm. to tell their story and to sing for us. And what an inspiration to see her, the, their daughter these days is, is so amazing and what she's accomplished. So she's in college now, um, just like Noah, I think they're similar ages and um, she's doing so well. So that's like, I'm super excited. I mean, other than the fact that I get to highlight Andy's movie, mm -hmm. um, which is be great. Which is uh, going to be super awesome. Tracy, why San Antonio? By the way, the link's up, autismhealth.com, and the banner's up, of course, in the show notes today on the, I can't believe it's November, November 1, 2023. And this is going to happen February 2nd and 3rd, 2024. So you have time, but if you want to take advantage of the discount before prices go up, I think now would be the right time to. So today yeah. is the last day, like tomorrow morning, first thing, the prices are going to go up about $50, but you can also take advantage of the promo code AHS for Autism Health Summit, AHS 50, and it'll give you $50 off. So regardless, the promo code will always be there. They okay. can use that anytime. But as of November 2nd, the prices are going to go up a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you there and many of our friends for a reunion. Again, San Antonio of all places. How, how did that come about? So, well, you know, Dell and Andy and all them are only like a half skip and a little hour Making drive away. Yeah. <laughs> if not, the expense of having to fly out everyone and their entourage. And, you know, so all I have to do is pay for the hotel and it's very easy for them to get there. And, um, it, it, I'm super excited because Andy and I are going to go on High Wire December 21st and we're going to talk about his film, Protocol 7, and 
I think that's where you and I really got to know each other because mm-hmm. our booths were right next to each other when we were doing some filming for Andy's movie. Yeah, but we were, um, we're going to talk about that and the event. Yeah, we were recording together and then they took you away for a scene they wanted you in. That was funny. Oh, my God. Deer in the headlights. I was not made to be an actress. Sure. An extra. I'm cool. I could pretend like, you know, yeah, we not were doing stare that. at the camera, not do anything. They put me on this platform and they put this big light in my face and, you know, nose to nose with the main actor. Yep. And they're like, OK, talk about your book. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, that's, no, no pressure. <laughs> I can't wait to see it again. That was fun. We were there for some of the filming of it and um, it's going to be amazing. It's a feature length film, feature film, not a documentary, but it's based on facts of, of Andy's experience and yeah. uh, uh, the actors are top flight. I got to meet them and watch them in action. They're like really good. It's going to be amazing. Protocol. Well, it was great Cause they started talking with the main actor and his wife was from Malta and mm-hmm. I'm Maltese. So I have family in Malta. So the, wow. we just, then he kind of, he made me like, help me relax a little bit by just having like just an open conversation for a minute until, you nice. know, and then was like, now talk about your book. <laughs> right. Right. Well, just so you know, there's events coming up this very weekend uh, in Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. We have the upcoming events tab. If you go there at robertscottbell.com, the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo with uh, Terry Stu Warner and so many of our friends, Dr. Brian Artis and more. Also, you're going to be at uh, something happening simultaneous to that in Savannah, Georgia. The Children's Health Defense has a big event on the East Coast. So there's a lot of go- lot going on this weekend. Uh, and then uh, more to be uh, announced, if you will. Uh, I mentioned some other events coming up in the new year. Um, and next steps are our good friend Tia Severino is hosting us uh, 14th through 17th March of 2024. But right now, uh, there it is, uh, the Next Steps Conference, third time. And this is going to be a lot of fun at that event out in the Lake Lanier Islands Resort. And we uh, we encourage you to go there. Also, uh, Terry and Stu are putting on an event in Atlanta as well, just before that March 8th through 10th. So check it out, Upcoming Events tab, or sign up for the newsletter at robertscatbell.com. It's completely free. We don't sell your, your, your whatevers. It's all just about staying in touch no matter how much we get banned. Uh, and uh, Tracy, the, uh, uh, the event that you'll – well, actually, you're speaking at the CHD event. And, and not that you want advice from me, but all I say is speak from the heart, let your story rip and be passionate. That's it. That's what I'm so excited because I'm speaking right after. So it's Brian Hooker, Andy Wakefield, and then myself. I'm awesome. like, how did yeah. I get that? Thank you, Maya Han. I absolutely love her for doing that for me. Nice. But no, I'm super excited about the CHD event. There is a lot of stuff going on. But for anybody who would like to register for the Autism Health Summit for November 2nd and third in San Antonio. They can go to autismhealth.com and they can get their tickets. And if anybody ever has any questions about um, my book or where to find my book, Warrior Mom, A Mother's Journey and Healing Her Son with Autism, um, they can go to warriormom.org. And if they have any questions, info at warriormom.org. I'm happy to answer any questions for any parents. Oh, very cool. Now, Tracy, do you want to stick around for the homeopathic hit of the day? Yes. You want to hang out? Okay. So I'm going to start it a little early. That way we'll even have time to talk about it with uh, my guest and my friend, Tracy Slepsevic. And it's going to be awesome because it's related to this topic very much so. So Super Don, homeopathic hit of the day.
playing all of the homeopathic hits every day right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Well, this one's a big one. Uh, you know, you, you talk about uh, rising to number one with a bullet. Well, that bullet are uh, injections, needles, because this is the remedy known as, I don't see it there. I think you got yesterday's. We did the Halloween version with uh, Tarantula Hispanica, Spanish. <laughs> Today, it's Thuja Occidentalis. And there it is, my brother. Thank you, Super Don. Uh, Thuja, T-H-U-J-A, the remedy for skin issues, vaccinosis, and emotional sensitivity. Now, remember, these are brief hits on various ingredients that we cover here. There are hundreds of them. We haven't even begun to scratch the surface, although uh, skin issues are an issue here with Thuja, so that's appropriate, too. But it's a brief opening to pique your interest, to have you maybe go deeper into something that sounds like "Mm, maybe that would be something that would be for me or my kid or someone I know. And so this one, again, addressing skin issues, vaccinosis, and emotional sensitivity through Joxidentalis. Now, where does it come from? The Arbor Vitae tree. It is a botanical ingredient, and it's utilized as a homeopathic medicine through serial dilution and succussion so that you don't have the original mother substance there. You're now altering it in terms of its energetic and metabolic imprint for utilization by the body. Some of the key characteristics of Thuja include dealing with warts, skin tags, fungal infections, especially when they are soft or spongy in nature. Again, these are some spotlights and highlights among many things. Emotional sensitivity, including the use of uh, feelings of isolation, particularly when the individual is secretive or feels disconnected. And you'll often see that in autism or vaccine injury, where those emotional sensitivities will uh, be given rise. And Thuja could be that indicated remedy as well. Uh, If we move down below uh, these primary uses, and as we go there, uh, I want to talk about the, and if you can take it off of that for a moment and show me full screen, because I've opened up Thuja in my Materia Medica. This is the Borky Materia Medica. You see how thick it is? And if you look on, for mine, it's page 602, Thuja Occidentalis here. It's on both pages and even another page uh, as I scroll on over half of the next page as well. So you see that when we do these homeopathic hits, they're just a fraction of the total content of what you might want to dig into. But I recognize if we go through the entirety of each and every remedy, you will be overwhelmed and you might just run away hiding and screaming, I can't do more homeopathy. So suffice it to say, again, it's a brief introduction to pique your interest to go further. So go back to the homeopathic hit that Super Don makes available for free uh, at robertscatbell.com for free download as a PDF. All right, here we go. So I mentioned skin issues, emotional sensitivity. Then we go into potencies. Scroll down to the potencies. You've got low potencies like 6X, 10X, 12X, 12C, 30C. And these are often utilized for acute conditions, mild skin issues, emotional sensitivity issues, when they're easily self-diagnosable, somewhat self-limiting. When you want to go into the higher potencies like 200C, 1M, things like that, LM potencies, Please consult with somebody that knows what they're doing because sometimes you can trigger aggravations or maybe have nothing happen and you'll wonder, hey, is is this homeopathy even work? So there are times and places for each, but I just want to give you an indication for that. Uh, Complementary remedies. There are remedies that can pop up and go, oh, if if Thuja is, is, is seemingly right, what else might be also indicated? Uh, nitric acetum or nitric acid as a homeopathic remedy. Interestingly enough, they've used nitric acid to burn off warts, for instance, but we're using it as a homeopathic for lingering symptoms associated with warts or skin tags. Uh, Pulsatilla, 
Pulsatilla, we've covered that remedy, I believe, complements Thuja in treating emotional sensitivity, especially when there's a history of emotional stress or grief. And I add into the mix Cilicea, a classic remedy that's also indicated for vaccinosis, but also connective tissue and skin issues. But vaccine injury, you see the repeated uh, references to Thuja and Cilicea almost more than anything else. So very safe as a homeopathic remedy. Please avoid self-prescribing for chronic or debilitating severe conditions. And if they worsen, symptoms worsen or persist, please consult a homeopathic professional. And just as a reminder, skin issues, vaccinosis, emotional sensitivity, and a whole lot more. That's what these brief homeopathic hits are for, to get you interested, intrigued, to go further, to utilize a medicine that is arguably the second most widely used medicine on planet Earth, even as we have government regulatory agencies trying to ban it. Why? Because it competes with things that they want you to only have access to. Remember, this is informational purposes only. This is not meant to replace your chosen doctor if you want one, but to give you the power to heal. That is the power to make choices, fully informed decisions that should be yours by virtue of your very birth and creation. So thanks. That's the homeopathic hit of the day. Thujoxin and Talis. And I'm glad, Tracy, you were here for that one. I love it. So this was one of the number one homeopathics that my osteopathic doctor used uh, for Noah mm-hmm. when he had his regression. So his vaccine injury and then regressed into a state of autism. So this was, you know, he didn't care. He's like, ooh, candy. That's like, was the only candy he was allowed to have. Right, a little medicated pellets are sweet and it's right? easy for kids to do. And as I said, if you're dealing with an infant that can't take a pellet like that, then melt the pellet in some clean water and then just give them the water from it. You don't have, have to melt the pellet completely. You can crush it. That's what I used to do. And you can sure. put it on their tongue. That's another so way. Yeah. yeah. I had to crush a lot of vitamins and, and stuff for Noah when he was little. Yeah, exactly. Well, I knew this would be appropriate today, and I, I just find it uncanny how these remedies are falling in line with either the guests or the date, like having Spanish spiders yesterday for Halloween as a remedy to discuss. And uh, you, Thuja, of course, with your son being uh, injured by vaccines and you even having vaccine injury, as well as I've experienced it so many. I don't I think it's like what they're identifying now with the covid injections that nobody comes out without some level of injury. It's just whether it's diagnosed severe or not or identified. Uh, You know, people like Peter McCullough have said at this point, there's no way that you can rule out the vaccine so-called injury uh, from COVID injections with any cardiovascular issue, but so much more than that is, is being revealed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he came out with what was the, the top three supplements, nanokinase, curcumin, and was it bromelain? Bromelain was one of them, I think, but yeah. yeah so those three. So yeah. if you've received the vaccine, taking those three was I, what he had recommended Mm-hmm. But don't you also recommend that they take the Thuya? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I mean, even though this is a non-traditional vaccine, there's still symptoms associated that are, are similar enough. There's no harm in doing so. Uh, and there's more that I would recommend. And I'll, I'll, I'll reveal that in the talk at your event as well, as well as, uh, you know, this weekend, I'm going to be addressing a lot of uh, how do we raise drug-free children and adults, the parents too, because the kids learn to take drugs from their parents. That's the truth. And we got to break that cycle. And and, uh, we're going to do that. Also, I want to acknowledge and say thanks for inviting our friend Bob Reorin with his folium products because they are incredibly helpful when you need to bind heavy metals or ionizing radiation components from the body and help remove them. Uh, My mom at 89 is back on the dance floor. Thanks to folium products and Bob, what Bob Reed's doing. 
Uh, he really is a passionate guy about bringing this over from he was living under Soviet Union occupation in his native home of Georgia. And before he went to Israel and now has come to America and brought the folium with us, him with him for all of us. So I'm grateful to him and, and for you for inviting him to that as well. Absolutely. You know, I'm all for products that have like a natural way of chelating and that's what folium PX does. So it's just another one of those those tools to add to your or or my vitamin cabinet that is like massively full. So now mm-hmm. I have like two full vitamin cabinets. <laughs> yeah. And of course, vitamins is the catch all phrase for supplements of various kinds. Yeah. I know. Uh, but yeah, please include folium in that. Use the code RSB10, get 10% discount. And uh, by the way, in next hour, we're going to have Bob Rioran on and uh, uh, a special guest talking about how folium has impacted uh, the lives of, of of specific individuals. We're going to share some stories. And, you know, that's part of the process of healing is to hear the healing stories, uh, stories of success, even stories where things didn't work so that we know how to do it better as we learn from the past as opposed to ignoring it and making the same mistakes over and over. I'm still learning stuff every day. There's something new every day because the, the biomedical portion of my book I, it could have been several books because there's so much out there. So um, going to these conference makes a huge difference because you get to learn about these different products and very well-made products. So I wouldn't have a vendor that has, you know, bad products or any fillers in it. You do have to watch out for that glyphosate. It's in mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> yeah, very much so. And I appreciate you again, doing it the right way. And, and I know that you are an advocate for the use of echo water, our good friend, Paul Baratero, you, you've got the clean water with the hydrogen in it. And you've seen how that impacts your health as well, beyond just simple hydration. And then Paul will be speaking as well about the benefits of hydrogen water. He nice. just, you know, refuses to get me his, his bio and his pick. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk to him about that. I'll give him a holler. <laughs> so it's not on the website. Oh, that's the reason. So I'm going to let him know. It's like, you want people to know you're coming? I didn't even know. Now I know. So thanks for inviting my buddy Paul as well. And we'll have to get him to get you what you need to promote know, him right? being there. Yeah. So we can learn more about hydrogen as well. So, uh, you know, I, I think I want to interview your husband about disaster preparedness one oh, day. Yes. Would he be cool to do a show with me on that? Anytime. Yeah. Okay. Because Steve's amazing in what he he does. It's like the things you, you see, they make like TVs and shows and movies about. He's in there doing it. And so it's real life stuff. And, and I, and I appreciate him so much. And I'd love to have some of those stories be told on the show. Yeah. He's been back and forth to Maui. So there's a lot to be told about Maui. It's just, um, it's unreal actually what's, what's happened and it's unexplainable. Yeah. I'd like to get some on the ground reality reports like he would, he would have, right. This is what's really going on. Uh, And I know he can do that. He's got some good, like, videos that he put together too from going out there oh excellent excellent so maybe we can include them as well so let them know that uh, i'm coming for him to, to get him <laughs> on the show right absolutely anytime robert well and say say hi to him and the whole family and i, I hope to see you soon at an event near you or near right. me or visit for just the sake of visiting because you're just so wonderful i'm always in utah so <laughs> i'm yeah. sure it'll be a visit all right. But thank you again. All my love to you and your family. If I don't see you, happy holidays and God bless. And real quick, what's that discount code if people want to jump on getting so tickets for your event? 
AHS for Autism Health Summit 50. AHS 50 gives you $50 off. After today, the prices go up and you go to autismhealth.com. Perfect. Thanks, Tracy. Appreciate you. Big hugs. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. That's great. Well, we got good news coming out. And, you know, I, I, I feel a little less angry. As you can tell, the intensity. I don't know. I felt that opening up today as I was talking about some of these stories uh, that we were going to cover on the air today, uh, having the smiling Tracy Slepsevic always uplifts me a little bit. But still, there's an intensity associated with the, the birth rate decline, uh, the increase in, in infant mortality. Because this is so, uh, dare I say, unnecessary. It doesn't need to happen. But we got to make better choices. And if we think we could just ignorantly do what we're told by the authoritarians in medicine and government and media and expect to have a population of healthy humans, much less those that are able to withstand the mental and, and spiritual assault or anti-spiritual assault coming from those uh, communist Marxist collectivists, even amongst our own government people, so to speak, in America, much less those that are teaching your children. Uh, we can't do it unless we have our health. And this comes back to my needing to reiterate all over again till you guys get sick of me saying so. Please love yourself enough and your children enough to give them the best to sustain their health or to help them regain their health. That is go organic or the equivalent of organic. I know it's not perfect because nothing is on this planet anymore in terms of pristine, but every, every step in the right direction to clean up what goes into their bodies and your bodies will pay you back a tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold in your ability to care for yourself and then others when they need your help. If you're dependent, if you're sick, you're chronically ill, you're relying on drugs, especially in a grid down scenario, you're in a heap of trouble. Vulnerability is an understatement. But you do what we say here, not because I tell you to do it and, and tell you to blindly accept it, but investigate what we talk about, what I mentioned, what the guests mentioned, explore it, learn about it. Come see us in Arizona this weekend. We've got the uh, big event at the, uh, it's Friday night, the 3rd of November, two nights from now. Yeah. At the Giving Tree in Phoenix. And I'll be there with Judy Mikovits and Brian Artis. And thanks to Doug uh, and Fl Fletcher and so many others putting that together in addition to the event with the, the Warners. It's going to be amazing. So we got a lot more to do on the Robert Scabell Show. Hour two, we'll hear from Bobri Oren and a very special guest talking about the Folium products and how they impacted life. Rich uh, Gomez is going to join us as well. But first, we're going to talk about the COVID, COVID authoritarianism that's still out there. Well, they want forgiveness, but do they admit that they really don't deserve it? Why don't they deserve it? We'll talk about that. And also, maybe some Halloween pictures from Super Don's grandkids. There's got to be some cuteness out there to lighten the load, lighten the burden. Let's check it out when we come back from this break, because the power to heal is yours. This hour, more healing stories to lighten the load, lighten the burden, and uh, give you some uh, hope for the future and the present. Uh, we've got Bobby Warren coming up along with uh, Rick Gomez sharing some healing stories. And these are the empowering stories that go, ah, if it's possible there, maybe it's possible here, here, and here. And it is. It really is. 
in the midst of uh, some of these stories that just, you know, they get me emotionally. I acknowledge that. That's the human side of any or all of us. Emotions are not wrong. They, they exist for a reason and nothing wrong with letting them out. Obviously, we don't want to do it in a violent way to harm others in the process, but the idea that we should be uh, completely un- non-reactive to outrages. You know, the experts, they're like, we're baffled. We don't know why the infant mortality rate's going up. These are the experts at CDC. These are, they, they should be wearing dunce caps and be kept in a corner so they don't harm anybody else by their abject ignorance or arrogance over the fact that the policies that they support and try to enforce injecting innocent babies with things that you wouldn't inject into your worst enemies. Well, I guess maybe some people would, but the idea that these are actually helpful, poisoning people back to health. Can we grow up? Can we become mature enough to see through that? I think so. All right, let's lighten it up a little bit. See if there any uh, silly stuff that happened yesterday. It was Halloween. Not everybody celebrates it, but in the spirit of just having fun and dressing up, let's just go with that. Super Don, do you have any uh, like grandkid pictures and cute costumes what's going on with you uh i have a couple okay um we we kind of had an abbreviated trick-or-treating thing going on last night because everybody was but well ultimately what happened was but my daughter juliana she uh, got in the, in the back seat of the car because we were driving mm-hmm. and uh she she closed the door on her finger Oh, <laughs> kind of, kind of, yeah, you know, so, so, uh, it ended a little shorter than usual. Fortunately, it wasn't broken. Okay. It's just somehow the door latched though with her finger in the door. Oh my gosh. Know? Yeah. Ow. So anyway, a little bit of Arnica maybe. Yeah, gel? I don't know. And a few, and a few, uh, swear words, I think. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so anyway, well, we, so we, we've covered stories <laughs> where the science says that if you cuss after you, you know, get hurt, it, it works. reduces pain. It yeah. does. It does. It works. Oh, look at this. So there's, uh, Easton and Xander and, uh, winter. Okay. And dogs <laughs> for some reason. Yes. And, uh, let's see here. Here's, uh, Laura or, uh, I say Laura, I, yeah. I can't help it. Um, Riley and autumn. Oh, here. that's adorable. Yeah. So oh. cute. Ha. Ah, how funny is that? And, and who then, just walked in? That's, that's, that's Laura. It's funny. I was just tell, showing the picture of uh, Riley and I said, Laura, oh. I still make, <laughs> I still make that mistake. Hold on. Let me get off of here. Okay. Grandpa. Okay. There we go. That is so cute. This is, this is Laura. You can get hi, on Laura. camera, so you can say hi. Right over here. There you go. <laughs> She's the one getting married November nineteenth. Congratulations. He says congratulations. Thank you. Oh, is that the that's way? awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Very cute. We couldn't copy him. Well, she's stopping oh. by in the middle of the show, just to, like my kids do okay. from time to time, and we just roll with it because there are kids, and it's a good thing. I'll be I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll be talking, as I said, this hour with Bobri Oren, who's brought to us the Folium products that are so profound and helpful for so many. And uh, we talked with Tracy about it as well and, and in integrating it into uh, the larger picture of how do we, how do we combat the, the stresses, the physiological, toxicological burdens we all carry, some to greater or lesser degrees. But nonetheless, if, especially if you've ever been injected by something from the pharmaceutical industrial complex, you know, there are things in there that don't belong in your body, especially, uh, you know, once formerly healthy, healthy children that are made less healthy by these visits. But also the ongoing rise in background levels of radiation, ionizing and non-ionizing, and the ongoing presence of heavy metals in the soil 
in the air we breathe, et cetera. And how do we counteract it? And so we'll talk with Bob Ree about some advances in the Folium products, a Chernobyl-level antioxidant, as well as uh, Rick Gomez, who's going to join us talking a little bit about uh, an ongoing, uh, let's say, what have you witnessed in utilizing it? How has it helped? And those stories are so very, very important to me and, and I think to all of you, especially as a, you know, well to my mom. Uh, in, uh, let's see, the show notes today at robertscatbell.com, we have uh, an opening story in hour two. Let me see if I can find it here. As Super Don is distracted by family, by his daughter. Where is the opening story here? My apologies. I had it open and it's not there. It's about the authoritarians wanting forgiveness. Here it is. Uh, so this COVID authoritarians want for, uh, for oh, now my daughter has to visit to, to, to say hi, everybody. I heard you want me to visit. Right. So Hello. everybody's daughter is visiting in studio today, not just Super Don. I am daughter. Yes, she is daughter. So you had a great Halloween, stayed out really late and up really late. I did. Yeah. We went to bed at 6 a.m. Yeah. This is the life of uh, a postgraduate teenager. 6 a.m. You want to hold that up? It's right there. Costume. That's too too close. <laughs> there, you can sort of see it. What was the name of your character? Kale. Kale. Because I'm a nerd. Yeah, because she likes the anime stuff. Thank you for visiting. I <laughs> love you too. Uh, let's see here. All right, so opening story. COVID authoritarians want forgiveness. Here's why they don't deserve it. We covered this a little bit yesterday. And, you know, this this comes to the issue of, of, of let's say, the sake of... De- Abandoning your ego, at least temporarily, being contrite, being genuinely apologetic, acknowledging that you were wrong, but not only that in in a way that says gloss over that I was wrong and, and keep giving me the accolades and coming to me for the information that I got so wrong. It's much more than that. Oh, there you are, Super D. I had my daughter visit too while yours was. So are you muted? Family show today. It is a family show today. We like the family show. That's right. And Bob Reese like family too. We'll be bringing him in a little bit. But right. Uh, oh, maybe one more picture. You, did I send you a picture? This I don't is know. Uh, did you? Courtesy of Nutritional Frontiers. I think I sent sent it to you earlier. Uh, I hope it. Oh made it yeah yeah yeah. Hold on. And and Nutritional Frontiers, of course, has been a great supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. They are amazing. Uh, we utilize many of their products every day as well. And uh, one of the things I've talked about oh is... Oh, my goodness. Look wanting, at you. Yeah, I was wanting this to This is Photoshop. On, totally Photoshop. No, it's not Photoshop. It's, it's 100% Photoshop. The, the trainer took this picture of me. Or, no, actually, <laughs> this is Dorothy. My, this is me. I don't know. Can you call that Jack? They call me Ripped RSB at the gym. Uh, but... You see, can you close in on the, the product I've been utilizing to put on the muscle? Help me put on the muscle because I don't this do is concerted weight. This is steroids. This is not. This is super creatine from Nutritional Frontiers. I was not kidding. Synthrol. It's not synthol. It's not synthetic. No? no. No. This is why I'm taking it. It's a comprehensive formula, including Your creatine. trainer needs to get an HD camera. Oh, yeah, I know. It's not a great camera. It's actually my <laughs> camera phone. Regardless, oh, it's super okay. creatine from Nutritional Frontiers. You can use the code yes. RSB15. So anyway, I'm not doing the intense bodybuilding that Super Don says I should. It's just a little Dude, bit Dude, I never weight. said that. I never said no. you need to do intense. Dude, this is kind of weird. It looks like your face is Photoshopped there. It's not. I promise you. I don't know how don't that know. happened, but that was this morning. <laughs> but as I said, I've been trying to put on muscle weight. Uh, I, all and, I have all I've suggested is that you yeah. add some weight training to it. I have I just said go into any intense 
stuff well, just throw I on some extra it. weights and do and rather than doing cardio, yeah, do do more of a of a you know size building. Yeah, but I haven't. Type and 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 as I said, despite me not doing that, the supercreatine has put helped me put on at least five pounds of muscle, lean body. Yeah, mass. you can totally tell, hundred oh, yeah. percent. So this is cool, and I'm not doing the testosterone like we talked about yesterday. I would tend to defer to the homeopathic form of it anyway, rather than in, in doing the pellets inject injections or whatever. But I get it. Some people are utilizing it and doing great with it. So I just wanted to say thanks to Nutritional Frontiers. And you guys check that out at nutritionalfrontiers.com. Use the code RSP15 to get the discount. See, now, man, you could have gone trick-or-treating last night as Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right? <laughs> I, I don't say I can do a split like him, but I can no? get pretty high now. Okay. It's All pretty right. cool. So I, I am pleased with the, uh, the, the progress here. And yeah, if I hit the weight room, then it'll be really scary. Maybe I can get big like Bobby Kennedy and he's uh, 10, 12 years older than me. So, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's room to grow. Let's just say that yes. healthfully now on to the contrition on to the question of you're really sorry, as opposed to, I'm not really sorry. I'm just saying it. So you'll like keep coming back to me for bad information. I'm talking about the people that were hundred percent wrong about everything just about when it came to COVID. And I think there's one of those people on the Bill Maher HBO show. I don't know. Can we, can we play that video clip to show what they're trying to do? I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy. And in retrospect, I was wrong. The, the, the damage to kids of keeping them out of school longer was greater than the risks. But here's the bottom line. Myself, our, our great people the CDC, I'd like to think the governor, we were all operating with imperfect information and we were doing our best. So yeah, it's, 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 it's clap, clap, clap for that. So let's, but let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's hold each other accountable, but let's bring a little really. bit of grace and forgiveness in the, yeah. the shit show that was COVID. Grace and forgiveness. He's asking for grace and forgiveness. He's not contrite. He just doesn't want to be held to account, even though he says, let's accountability. No, he's not. He wants to still be the expert. And by well, the way, when here, they say here's the question, here's a question. What does yeah. that mean? See, and that's what, you know, I, I'm yeah. kind of torn because I, I've always been kind of like, uh, all right, you know, we kind of forgive. And because, you know, when you hold grudges, you know how that how that works. You know, sure. there's a, there's a right time to do it. And really, then there's a time where it becomes more self-destructive than anything else. But, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I always lean towards, you know, okay, you know, I mean, whatever we, you know, we learn from it, whatever we well, move and then we on run over again, super Don. I, I, but I, here, here's the, here's, here's the catch. Okay. He says, let's hold each other accountable. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? What does that sure. look like? It, it has to be more than going on Bill Maher's talk show and saying, let's hold each other accountable. Right. Okay. Grace you know, and forgiveness. I'm accountable now. You know, I mean, how, I got to say this because what he neglected to say about, well, we did the best we can. And Governor Cuomo was there from New York the best we could with the information. But no, you didn't. Not only did you not do that, you bashed and trashed and denigrated and ad hominem attack. There was anybody. a lot of damage done. So if somebody's going to say, uh, I need to be accountable, mm -hmm. then that means some kind of amends has to take place if it what, can. In what about situation. acknowledging all the people who are right, who you bashed and trashed? You know what I'm saying? That's what, what about, left out. Yeah. He, what about the people that got fired from their jobs? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and the domino effect that that had on their lives. 
I was reading an article this morning. There's still teachers, even though I think it was in New York too, even though mm-hmm. that it was ruled in the court that it was it was wrong that the these teachers were dismissed from the school because they refused to get the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. The court ruled in their favor, and they're still fighting to try and get their jobs and their payback. Exactly. What about them? What's justice for them? Oh, you just want to be forgiven by them? Do you want grace for that? What about Cuomo who locked people down, who said you can't go to restaurants, you can't go to school? Unless, you know, the, the, I'm a forgiving guy. You know, Super Don, you and me both. We feel the same way about this. At the same time, these people are not contrite. They are not acknowledging. Not only were they wrong, they were viciously wrong, and they attacked those who were right and who are our right to this day. And that's where I... You know, I'm not letting this go in the same way you want to say, well, you're not being very you got, They got to do more. They got to do more than they gotta that. They got to do more. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's not that they uh, can't be forgiven and it's not that we can't move on. But, no. you know, the the um, the accountability has to at least somehow yeah. rise at least close to the level of the damage that was done. Yeah. They don't deserve to be forgiven at this point because they're not asking truly uh, or they're not contrite. They're not. What is the word repenting? And they say, no, please forgive me because I was wrong. And I'm so sorry that I did this to you and you and you. That's not part of the equation. Scott Galloway. Yeah. This guy, I I really don't know who he is other than the fact it said that he was, you know, NYU guy. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe he himself personally himself feels that way. I, you know, I, I can't, I won't say that he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know the guy, but. You know, he cannot uh, do this on behalf of all the just all of the other people uh, that were involved in this. So, I don't, you know, ultimately, I don't think in the end, well, I don't know what the answer to that is, but. And you froze up, Robert. <laughs> let me let me see if I can get Robert back <laughs> connected. You froze. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's, you get all of these people that are just saying, "Oh, well, let's just let's forget," and you know, we we just didn't know what we were doing, and we're sorry and stuff. Well, you know, the the folks that were that were harmed in the process of of the lockdowns and the the firings and and you know the the deaths that were you know that were a result of it, um, you gotta gotta at some point kind of find some way to make that good or at least as best you can. Cause a lot of that you can't make good. There's just no way that you can fully no, but you make can people whole in that situation. Damn it. Froze up again. <laughs> this is always fun. Back. Deer in the headlights. Are you there? Nope. It looks like his internet situation is going out there. So anyway, all right. Well, we did play that clip, and that was from Bill Maher's uh, show on Showtime. Um, hopefully the the uh, the copyright trolls over at Facebook won't try and get us on that. Hi. Yeah, do you well, think Welcome back to your show. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, maybe we should move on at yeah. this point. Um, we're going to be together in Arizona. Who? Well, not Super Don, but me and Bobbrey. Bobbrey Warren, you know him from Folium products, foliumpx.com. And if you visit with us at the event uh, this this weekend in Scottsdale, 
You can get special show discounts as well, like the RSB 10 and stuff like that. And you'll get to meet and ask questions of Bobbery, and it's going to be amazing. And we'll also, uh, Bobbery's going to plan to be at the Giving Tree on Friday evening. So you get to meet him there too. It's going to be great. But if you haven't met him yet on the Robert Scott Bell Show, here he is, Bobbery Oren. Uh, and uh, grateful for you, my friend. How are you today? You're looking good. Thank you. I will. How are you? Well, I'm hanging in there other than the glitches on my end here, but uh, we seem to be okay. And I know that we're going to uh, talk to someone who's a friend of yours, who's helped some folks with Folium and hear some stories. And we even have the stories linked in the show notes today, a video to, for people to watch after the show. But I'm excited that you're going to be with me in Arizona. And also I was excited that Tracy Slepsevic has uh, offered that you can come to the uh, San Antonio event, February 2nd and 3rd of next year. And I'll that's be there because... We just, uh, by the way, we just finished work with um, Folium products, which will help to diabetics and cholesterol, as well as the uh, cardio and uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, autism. And we will present it to people of autism our product, and I think that will be that will be great for them because. Time is just about come to to take care of that. Mm -hmm. It's too long. Very much so. So you've got some new scientific studies being published that we can report on soon? Yeah, you know what? Let me show you something here. You see, this one you have seen, which is September, December 2021. Yes. This one. Right. By, by, by biomedical studies, the National Academy of Georgia. That was about Foliumimono. And then you have seen this one, which was January to June 2022, right here. Yes. Same journal. That was about Relax. The Folium now, Relax, yes. Yeah, now this one just, I, by the way, I just got from from the overseas, this magazine right here, mm -hmm. which is this year, right? Uh, this is for July, December issue. And this is, this talks about the, about the um, uh, cholesterol, about uh, diabetics, about cardio and autism, but will be a special issue for for um, autism about the results on on uh, animals or rats white rats when does this come out this new one well i hope to have it in the next few months it's not okay. that, it's not that simple unfortunately sure. to do it you're talking you've seen uh, last time we got together with uh, mr Umort, he struggled to to answer to amazon right but, but the thing is, it is what it is. I, I hope that somebody will have an answer to it, but we have to come up with some language which will satisfy everybody. Yeah, because I mean, no matter what is, language you use, it doesn't matter. It's the best product we know of at any language, in any language, any price, any any place. It is it is good. And I, I, I'm willing to give it to the public and, and uh, help them. Bobri, the disappointment I feel as an American, and you come over and immigrate to America because you believe in this country, you believe in the high ideals of it, 
yet freedom of speech is not something we enjoy when it comes to natural medicine, natural healing, substances of creation that God gave us to help people. And you say, honestly, with scientific backing even, and our government or that which has captured our government prohibits the direct communication. It's it's annoying as an understatement. Well, is this me to believe or think at least that government is not a solution, it is a problem. Mm-hmm. Because when you have something to help your own people, they will put every single obstacle to stop you there. Otherwise, why, why should not someone have a choice? Mm-hmm. I would not say don't take pharmaceutical products. I would not say don't take any product. But I'm just giving you one more for choice. And choice is yours. Why will government stop it? Stop the choice. I mean, I came from, from a place, I grew up in a place where worst choice was not applicable, was not in, even in the dictionary. You have, you have choice, of course. As long as you choose my policy, mm-hmm. you 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 can be free as long as you agree with me. I give you the right to agree with me. That's all to allow me to obey me. That that's the society I, I grew up in. Yeah, well, and, under Soviet Union, again, you could have any color car you wanted as long as it was black. That's the kind of choice you were given. Yeah. And, in the last few years of COVID, you know, we've seen some of that rear its ugly head here in America, as they said, you can have the choice to be free to fly as long as you wear a mask and get an injection or go to school. And and so there's a lot of Marxism, collectivism rearing its ugly head in a country that used to believe or pe- its people believed in freedom. And uh, it's a great disappointment to me as an American, Bobri. And I always ask you to speak on these issues because not everybody has lived under communist rule. Well, you know what? Speak or not speak, I want to just make quick disclaimer. None of our products will heal anybody, will treat anything, none, zero, or will prevent anything. What we will do is it to help the body to heal itself. Correct. As, as it should be, because our organism, our body is built in a way from, from, crea- from the moment of creation or inception that body should be able to help itself. It's, it's we are part of nature, and nature has that that quality. So yeah. do we. So why why don't we let it happen? Just just like that. It's not necessary all these unnecessary surgeries and, and zillion different you know, medications which hurt more than help. We have to undo that damage. Use those things, Bobri. And and again, I I wholeheartedly support and endorse. You know the folium products, and I want people to put it to the test, like my mom has. And I'm grateful for you to connect with her to help her. You know, as when she was struggling to bring her back, and that folium was, as I said, the the thing that broke through the ceiling in her healing. And I want others to consider and enjoy that possibility as well. That would be great because you know what. After all, this is done for people, and let them enjoy it. Yeah. So, by the way, uh, today, Propaganda Exposed is being released by my friends Ty and Charlene Bollinger. Um, The easiest way to restrict freedom of the people is to restrict the flow of information. This is why this show is about freedom of speech and pushing it for all it's worth. And, again, I appreciate Bobri and his support as well, uh, coming from where he came from. And, uh, um, you know, prayers for your family, Bobri. I know you have nephews that are involved in right now what's going on in Israel and uh, said it's it's the toughest thing to to know that that's going on right now is um, uh, you know we don't have a lot of control over those uh, those actions right now but we want to see that 
uh, healing can happen and peace can happen, all of that. Well, you know, World War II, where six million Jews gave, gave their lives just for this maniac. And before that, in the 1930s and 40s, Stalin did the same to Jewish people. And numbers don't matter because, like he said himself, one or two people's death is a tragedy. Rest of the, more than that is, is a matter of statistics. Mm. But, you know, mm. out of this, this tragedy, will something, something will come out. You'll see it. We will defeat the evil and we will move on with our lives. Because, mm, you know, um, my friend of mine just called me day before yesterday. His uh, cousin's daughter, I'm sorry, granddaughter, nine years old. When the sirens went on, she got so scared and she that, that she her heart got failed and she passed away after one week in coma. Hmm. Nine years old, just yeah. out of out out of um, uh, fear. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, Bobri, I want to ask you about our friend uh, or Rick Gomez who's joining us now on the Robert Scott Bell show, we have a video up a YouTube link to watch. And if you can, Bobby introduce Rick to us and let everybody know what he's going to, a little bit about what he's going to share. Again, these stories are so impactful to give people the belief that they can get well, or, or let's say do things doctors say are impossible. Okay. Well, I'll try to be as short as I can. Um, When the COVID starts, we, we committed to people, who urgently need this product to accommodate them as, as, as best we could. And we got a phone call from one lady by name of Sandy, and she used to be um, former, I mean, she, she used to work for American Airlines as a stewardess for 30 years. And then she also had challenges with her health with cancer. And when she took, the, took up our product, she started getting a little better. But at the same time, she did a surgery on right breast, I believe. And, and they removed the tumor, I believe, like two inches longer, big, longer, bigger. And they gave her only eight days to leave. They told Rick, take her home. She has only eight days left. And... Let her die with dignity or something like that. That's what she told me. She wrote me on text. And then she gave us um, audio testimonial to, on, that, on that matter. And I, I think that Rick can, can explain it better. Okay, Rick, welcome to the Robert Scott Belcher. Thanks for sharing important stories. Uh, I know that none of us get out of here alive in terms of our physical body, but while we are here, we work and I work diligently to help people to get well and stay well. And, and, you know, obviously I don't believe we, any of us suffer from a drug deficiency, but there are people that, you know, might feel like they need some of that. I would still say that folium would be a profound impact. And maybe you could share with us what happened in this case. Yes, of course. Uh, First of all, thank you for having me here. And like Dr. Barry said, um, my friend, who's my sister, Sandy, um, she was given eight days to live. And that was horrifying news at the time because I, I was there when the doctor was giving her the news. But one thing about um, Sandy, she was very optimistic um, every step of the way. However, I noticed that when she took the folium medicine that Dr. Babri prescribed to her, uh, we saw like almost an immediate improvement in, uh, in her attitude, her modality, the way she looked at life. 
and she was starting to do things independently on her uh, on her own. And it's like her body was rever uh, reversing um, to its natural state of being. Everything was normal. An example, she had a lot of inflammation in her right arm, uh, all over her body, and that was decreasing dramatically. Um, she was so happy that she endorsed the medicine and she would keep calling Dr. Battery almost daily to say, hey, I'm seeing a lot of good results. Now this has also helped her with, it, with her insomnia at the time because she had trouble sleeping. She was always on ambient, but when she took this, she was able to go to sleep naturally. And that mm -hmm. helped me a lot because it helped, it helped everyone around her who helped her to help her out because everything was going, her body was going back to a state of normality. Mm -hmm. And um, she was very more optimistic. Also her nausea uh, decreased a lot. Uh, her physical strength, she was walking independently because she, she was uh, given a walker, which she didn't use very long, she, less than a month. She didn't need that walker anymore. Uh, wow. Probably two weeks. She wasn't um, relying on the oxygen tanks that were prescribed to her. So even the muscle pain throughout her body, her mental state, physically, um, from head to toe, everything uh, was improving dramatically. And and then that was very good to see. And and I strongly believe, you know, even though she had eight days to live, she lasted eight months because of this treatment. Wow. What Dr. Babby did for her. And, and that's that's phenomenal. So it wasn't only the prolonging her life, but the quality of her life, it was immensely improved, it sounds like. Uh, yes, sir, because when, when you see someone in that circumstance, um, to how do they be optimistic where everything's working against them? But this medicine, and of course, with uh, meeting people like Dr. Babry and, and all his acquaintances, it really helped her just um, search for more knowledge. And, and she was very, very happy. And she just wouldn't endorse just any kind of knowledge that that she would stumble upon or, or she would find. She was a type that if she found a piece of knowledge that would improve her life and your life, she would really endorse it dramatically. And that really helped her, not just her mood, but her state of being overall in all, all areas of her life at that time. We have a, a video of it, of your sister, Sandra Sandoval, I believe. It's linked up in the show notes for those of you who want to see her in, in describing this as well. And uh, it's available at the show notes today, November 1st, 2023. Uh, robertscabell.com and again it's on youtube this testimonial i'm glad that they haven't banned that thankfully like we're banned on youtube but um uh rick uh you know uh, this is something that uh, you know at any stage of of health or lack thereof to have this kind of improvement and extension again it's not enough to extend life but quality of life as well and that's what i again i hear very much from you how she could sleep again and pain and and, and suffering and, and and swelling things that like that that went down and uh, these medicines as much as maybe these doctors mean well their medicines don't do what the i would say that god's creation can do you know, what That's Bob correct. brought over from Georgia to bring to all of us is, uh, uh, to me, it's a godsend. Yes, true. And, and also just want to add that it also helped her with her mental stress. And it really helped her a lot. And she was very calm throughout, throughout the whole process. So I just, I just want to emphasize on that. So this medicine can help you in all areas, but uh, especially in your mentality with, with the stress level. It could go down dramatically to the normal state of being. Okay, Rick, I, I want to just say this, not for correcting you, but for the purposes of protecting Bobbery and Folium. Uh, technically, this is not a medicine unless you term it to be God's medicine. I believe that's the case, but it is a botanical blend of things that came out of post-Chernobyl era in, you know, former Soviet Union, Ukraine in that area, to counteract devastating, uh, you know, impact of ionizing radiation, heavy metals, etc., a lot of toxic pollutants. And 
Bobbery has brought this forward as a mission in his life. If he's, if there's a mission that he has, this is it to make sure everybody knows about it and also to invest in the scientific validation for what this does. But what you're sharing, Rick, of your sister is the human story that even though I love the science and I love reading it and getting into it, the stories are what impact people to think maybe that can help me or my sister or my, you know, whatever. And that is something I'm so grateful that you're willing to share with us today, as well as Bobbery bringing us to Rick and having him be on the show today. Anybody can speak. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dr. Babby, do you want to add anything? Um, I just want to say, uh, I can't thank you enough uh, for what you did for, for Sandy. Uh, she, she really, you know, you gave her so much hope that I've never seen before. And, and I just can't, I want to thank you a million times over and over. But your, your remedy did really pro prolong her life. So I just want to say thank you. Um, I, I can't say thank you enough. So I just want to add that. Thank you, but you know what? Uh, it's not made, it was not made for just for Sandy. It's made for every human being. It's made for humanity. Um, and the way my attitude is, if not me, it would have been somebody else. Just, okay. there is a divine power which leads, you just follow me. I don't know why, but that happened. But, well, but well, it, Bobri, if God chooses you to do something, you are given the choice by God to reject it. Or go, okay, I choose to do this. And you have chosen to do this in this lifetime. And, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a I, I talk about being on a mission from God. You know, the Blues Brothers talked about that, but I really believe it is so. <laughs> that's, that, that's true, sir. And uh, Sandy always uh, admired Dr. Fabric because she described, if she realized you, she said you would be um, practicing kingdom um and, and giving everybody the, the right knowledge the, the source of the truth what, what this remedy can do for people and she was all about helping people and if it really helped her out she would really endorse this to everything i also want to add that her appetite improved dramatically because she was uh she was on a special diet she lost 50 pounds because of the cancer treatment that, that was given to her at that time and then i eventually became a caregiver and i see what the medicine was doing but it, again it really helped me help her out mm -hmm. uh, at, at the most uh, every step of the way Rick, and, do you remember? Uh, yeah. Do you remember how many she was taking? Like I, I try to remind my mom to take at least one capsule three times a day, and within two weeks, back in December of uh, last year, she said, I, "I, I'm sleeping again. I'm sleeping well, and I got my energy back." And then, uh, shortly thereafter, she was able to dance again. So, uh, how much was she taking? I believe she was taking some of the amino, and then the the folium relax. There's, there's two there's two versions. She was taking uh, three pills. Uh, a day each, so it's maybe a total of six. But, okay. Uh, yeah, two in the morning, uh, two in the afternoon, two in the evening. So yeah, you um, can take more yeah. if needed. Yes. And and in case of your sister, that was a, a real need. Uh, others might be able to do one three times a day, some two three times a day, some three three times a day. And Bobri, as you've talked about it, you're not taking too much. It's you, you're trying to give the body what it needs. Well, you can take uh, just like you would take. Um, uh, borscht, <laughs> you know, the amino taco is that much at, at, at the time. It's so natural, it would not hurt you. However, <clears throat> when it comes of its functionality, you better take or measure it because nothing, nothing or too much is too good. Because if you take too much water, you're gonna drown. If you take too much air, you're gonna explode like, like a balloon. You know, not, nothing, nothing too much is good. 
you gotta take measured and body will tell you after you take once or twice whether you can take more or you need more body will tell you itself because that's mm-hmm. the way human body is built we are particles of god and god god knows everything that's that's the way i look at it yes now now bobbery you're going to be heading to arizona soon as well and hang out with us at the uh, event that the Warners are putting on, as well as coming to that dinner at the Giving Tree Friday night, twenty third, right? And uh, you know, I always love introducing you and and letting people know about you, uh, because you don't have you know a pharmaceutical money behind you, nor do we to just reach the world instantly. So it's a matter of a grassroots effort, a communication, making relationships, saying hello, this is who I am, this is what I'm doing, and and you know, trying to. Re- reach the hearts of the people and you know rick what you're doing by sharing your sister's story is also reaching the hearts of the people that need that help that healing that hope that possibility and i appreciate it so much you know, thank you you know you know what about what you just said um for you to know the majority of i mean vast vast amount of our business is written by well, word of mouth. Tell a friend because when somebody is happy, he always knows some someone close person who needs just the same, and people are calling endlessly, which is good. Nevertheless, it's not fast enough. It's not good enough. We have what seven and a half, eight billion people on the planet. Each human being deserves to be to be healthy. And you know what? Everybody has right to be healthy and everybody has right to be sick. Also, everybody has a choice which one to take. Some people are masochists and you cannot change them. Mm. You know, yeah. it's, we do our part and all the rest of it is up to up to individuals who who have yeah. also let me just tell tell on your show, Robert and for your viewers, if there is somebody has no means. Don't be shy. Call us and we will help you. Yes. What is your What is the number you want people to dial, Bobri, when to reach you? 818-996-4325. Say it again, please. 818-996-HEAL, H-E-A-L, or 996-4325. Thank you. Yeah. Please don't be bashful. And again, you, uh, you'll be able to see Bob Ray this weekend in Arizona and Phoenix Scottsdale. And then February 2nd and 3rd with me and many others of our friends like Tracy Slepsevic at her event coming up, uh, the Autism Health Summit. Uh, and we have links to that as well. And, um, you know, part of the ability to make choices is knowing you have choices. And this is the struggle for us all and the struggle, if I can call it for Bob Ray to let people know, let the world know of what's available to them. And, uh, you know, there's so much allied or arrayed against our freedom to speak around the world, much less here in America, that uh, I don't, you know, complain a lot about it, but I acknowledge it. And then I ask you all who listen to this message, you hear it, to share it, to be, uh, you know, the givers of the gifts of life and freedom and healing uh, to take this information and run with it. And don't expect that, you know, everybody has heard it because you have heard it. And, and this is how it grows. This is how we help one another and, and come to these events if you can, because to meet people and speak to them eye to eye, heart to heart, it's really transformative uh, to do that. And I'm just like said, so encouraged that we get to do this six days a week on the air, so to speak, 
but it's even better when we can get together from time to time. And I'm looking forward to this weekend, Bobri. Yeah, thank you, Robert. And also, you mentioned about Robert Kennedy Jr. Yes. You know, um, he and his co-author on one of the books, Dr. Brian Hooker. Yes. They do such a tremendous job to help the autistic kids. They do, and you know, I, I salute them for, for that. And I don't get into politics and political views. Once my father told me when I was like 15 years old, son, the best politician I know of is the person who never gets into politics. <laughs> yes, well. And I follow family. that rule. And well, in, in the meantime, I want people to support them because supporting them is supporting someone you might know or might not know, <clears throat> sorry, who needs so desperately some kind of a help because big pharma is there for money only. Sometimes they do good things for money, but sometimes it's not, outcome is not what we expect. So uh, everybody who supports them, they support someone who needs them. And that's, that's a mitzvah. Yeah, a mitzvah. Also, our friend Jonathan E. Mord, who never wanted to run for office, only decided to do so when he had victory after victory against the FDA and still the FDA would not do what is right. And uh, that is the reason he's going in. So he's not a politician going in and he would be of great benefit, not only to the Commonwealth of Virginia and its people, but I think all of us around the country to restore uh, some of the freedoms that have been lost because we, we lost our way in America. And uh, that's another someone who I'd love for everybody to support as well. Yeah, I hope he will win because um, we have no better alternative, you see. We don't. FDA is there for what they have to do, but whatever they do, sometimes it's not good enough. It's not the right thing because you cannot stop people getting something to help their health. It's, you cannot, but they do. They stop it because mm -hmm. of bureaucratic nonsense. Same thing goes for WTO and CDC and all those organizations, which all they care is what they do, as I say. Yeah. No, uh, I, I don't think we need to be compliant to their wishes because they wish to subjugate us, enslave us to various chemicals and or uh, economic policies that are not supportive of, of the freedoms that we are granted by God, not government. And this is a big part of my journey back to health and also to help others get back to health because we cannot be free when we are dependent upon pharmaceuticals for every day's survival. And especially then they can control your behavior if you want access to those pharmaceuticals as they do even more to collectivize a culture that once embraced individual liberty, freedom, and the ability to freely help others through genuine charity. Government theft at the point of a gun and redistribution is not charity is not of God. And so I, I bring that, you know, as part of the message here, as I've learned over the time that uh, we have kind of diminished our capacity for health and healing by turning it over to centralized bureaucracies and authorities that are captured by entities that don't really have our best interest at heart. You see, Robert, I am not doing what I do for disobeying the, their rules because I don't care. I really don't. What they care is there is somewhere somebody, you know, since we started talking today, 
somewhere somebody died out of lack of having what we had to offer. And they have to know that we're here. All the rest exactly. of it, I could care less. Believe me, I don't. And if we can, through your platform or any other platforms, if we can get this message out, I think that many people will benefit. And I think they deserve it to begin with. They're human beings Yes. to begin with. Yeah. Well, I, I, when I say the power to heal is yours, I say it's a birthright. But it does mean acknowledging something far greater than government and big pharma in terms of, uh, you know, your autonomy, your freedom to make choices about your health. And many of us in America never knew that we had these choices. This is why, again, I opened up the microphone in 1999 and never turned it off again to be able to say to my fellow Americans, hey, there's another way. There are many other ways than doctors and drugs. And and the doctors, I respect immensely, recognize that, too. And they're friends of mine and they appear on this show. So I'm not anti-doctor, just so you know, if people think that but they are often trapped in a system that I want to see them break free from as well. And I'll help them too. Hey, Rick, any other things you want to share with this audience? And again, I so appreciate you sharing the story of your sister, uh, you know, and, and I know again, it's, it's no fun to lose a loved one ever, but recognizing that if we can increase the lifespan and the health span, the quality of life, that's a great thing. Oh, yes, sir. I just want to add, and for those that are listening that uh, if you're in dire need and, and you're in a circumstance where you're, health has declined, uh, this will really, really help you. And like Dr. Barry said, everyone deserves to get healed. And if it helped my sister, I, I guarantee it's going to help anyone. Um, yeah, it's going to help you in, in all areas of your life. Beautiful. And Yeah, thank you. Bobri, are there any special offers you want to say today or uh, when we're together in Arizona for people that want to try it, the, the folium? Well, help yourself, number one. And number two, uh, as always, I honor your customers with 10% discount. Okay. Now remember the RSB 10 code. And if for some reason it doesn't work on foliumpx.com website, you can call what number again, Bobri? 818-996-4325. And you can say, hey, Bobri, help me out here. Hook me up. And he'll hook you up, especially if you're a friend of mine. And uh, you'll become a friend of his too when you see how much this helps you. Bobri, God bless you, my brother. I'm going to see you soon. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and Rick, thanks for being on board the show today. And thanks for sharing the story of your sister. And You're welcome, sir. Thank you for your time. You too, yeah, Dr. And if Bradley. you guys want to see more about that, the YouTube link of the story is up at robertscottbell.com. As we wrap up the show today, again, thanks to Tracy Slepsevic and thank you to all of you for being here in the audience and sharing the show live or later. We also do a bonus round after the show for those on UK Health Radio listening. We do more. And you can join us at robertscottbell.com or listen to the podcast uh, later as well. You know, one of the stories I wanted to wrap up with here, and there's some controversy here, <laughs> as with anything I do, perhaps. Uh, it's, a, uh, a, it's a remedy story, if you will. Uh, headline reads, Natural Remedies for Common Viral Infections. Now, this can upset some of you who recognize that viruses aren't the cause of any particular disease. And some would argue they've never been actually fully isolated. And I acknowledge there is great controversy there. I try to look a little deeper and broader on the issue. And whatever they think viruses are, they don't seem to be able to just pull the body fluids out and go, hey, here they are. 
And I've talked many times, even I've lectured on this, that they go to crazy levels of histrionics and other things to change and alter, add and subtract. And by the time they get to it, they go, oh, here it is. So there's still a lot of questions about it. And one day we'll look back and go, we got it all wrong about those things. So let's just talk about this in terms of the conditions that are manifest and wrongfully termed as viral infections. How about that? Can you go with that? And here's the article. It talks about uh, various things as far as remedies that you can use to get, including olive leaf. Y'all have heard of olive leaf extract. That's a wonderful, powerful immunomodulator. It does have impact against a lot of things that people blame as the cause of their problem. Even Even if it's not truly the cause, it's the result of other things that preceded it. Lemon balm is referenced here. Ginger. We often talk of ginger in in other uh, contexts. Chlorella, which we have in the energy bits. If you guys haven't plugged into energy bits, the chlorella and spirulina uh, freeze-dried clean stuff, we take it every day. And you get a discount code as well to get a great deal on it. Chamomile, or if you're in England, you say chamomile, addressing gastrointestinal issues and other inflammation and ulcers. Cayenne pepper is listed. Bilberry, interesting. Bilberry is also also known uh, for eye issues as well. Bilberry, black cohosh. That is often, I don't think we've hit that one in terms of a homeopathic remedy yet officially in the homeopathic hit, but that's going to be a really profound one for female specific issues, but it also talks about kidney stuff. Uh, Chili, staple in traditional medicine, uh, managing herpetic lesions. So when we talk about herpes, we often reference the herpes virus, simplex one, two, herpes zoster varicella. Um, These are, again, great controversies that I'm not going to solve. If I bring them up, I have to speak in terms of the vernacular, even though there's one guy that Superdon had to ban because he just got too angry and became a a D-bag instead of just, hey, I disagree with you. I wish you would do better. <laughs> you know, there are ways to address that. Garlic as well, astragalus, cat's claw, oregano oil, echinacea, andrographis, uh, lomatium, which I'm not familiar, called biscuit root, uh, lemon verbena, paw d'arco. There's a lot of things here to consider if you're new to this. Just research each one. And of course, I would address both silver and copper as a mineral-based intervention. If you're concerned about anything overwhelming your immune system or your body system, those things are profound. And you can reach out to my friends at SovereignSilver.com. They have the Argentin 23. Jonathan at ChooseToBeHealthy.com also carries the Argentin 23 as well as the Sovereign Silver. Use the code RSB5 to get a discount on checkout for all the whole, whole food supplements as well, including some of the other things we've discussed today. Uh, on this show, like the chromium vanadium combination known as gluco sugar balance. And the folate form, instead of the folic acid synthetic form, the folate form for a lot of reasons, including protecting these babies in their development, you know, chromosomal uh, protection and integrity, as well as the neural tube defect protection, the folate form. Uh, and this is something that you can access through the website at robertscatbell.com. We have banner links as well. And I thank you all for being here. Thank you to Bobbery. Thank you to Rick. Thank you to Tracy. Thank you to Super Don. Thank you to you. And if you guys want to stick around 60 seconds from now or a blip on the podcast from now, we'll be back with the bonus round on the Robert Scott Bell Show because the power to heal is yours. What was the uh, the revolutionary warrior moms, autism mom revolution? Do you remember that? 
Um, we were trying to think of that earlier before we hit the, the airwaves today. You and I are both like, man, there's so much that goes on and think something that we would think that'd be right at the tip of our tongue at a moment's notice. Um, thinking mom's revolution. You know, there you go. That's it. That's it. That's that it. it. That's what it was. It was thinking, thinking mom's revolution. It was TMR. Okay. So yes. autism wasn't in the name. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I think about all those warrior moms that yeah. were clearly not anti-vax. They were ex-vaxxers, right? And, you know, as they tried to denigrate them for being anti-vaxxers, as if that's a badge of dishonor. In fact, it's now something that doesn't land the same way. You know, to be called an anti-vaxxer, you simply are, you can have questions about the COVID injections and you're an anti-vaxxer. It's absurd. They've watered it down it to be meaningless. But uh, these warrior moms have been at it for a long time, long before many. And uh, there are many more, unfortunately. And still there are people that are subjecting their children to these experimental injections, you know, as given given rise to what I believe a great contributing factor to the rising incidence of infant mortality in the United States, that apparently the experts at CDC are scratching their heads and they're baffled by what's happening. But you can't find what you will not look for, especially if your very livelihood depends upon you not finding it. So I don't expect super non anytime soon, even though the the, the tables have turned on the whole vaccine issue like never before. I just, is it me being like cynical to say, I can't imagine one day that the head of the CDC will go, well, we found out it was the vaccines and it, it's a real problem. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, integrity. I don't know. Damn, right? Listen, one part of you, what you kind of what, you know, the reasonable part of you mm -hmm. wants to believe that at some point that's got to happen. Right. Yeah. But the cynical part of you, just, right? you know, is kind of jumps in and goes, they're never going to do that. Right. I mean, it's too big to fail, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no way that they're, they're they've gonna... they've hooked their very existence to those things, and therefore, if they acknowledge it, then they're done. Even though many people are acknowledging it without them acknowledging it, right? In other words, a lot of folks are not waiting for the authorities or the authoritarians to say, "Yep, you're right. The vaccines are not what we said they were," uh, and and they they can keep running from it. But more and more doctors themselves, the authoritarians in the past, are acknowledging that they were duped and lied to as well, and they are contrite, many of them, you know, and they do deserve the forgiveness. That you know, that guy on that uh, Bill Marshall was asking for that I don't believe deserved it based on not acknowledging the viciousness with which they went after anybody who disagreed with them. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like the information wasn't available to Andrew Cuomo as governor of New York, much less this guy, you know, that's why I'm a little bit of a hard ass on the issue. It's you not had, a you had people, a lot of people mm -hmm. during, during, especially when things got really, when things were really rabid in the, in the first, you know, like year, year and a half, of yeah. things where you remember there there was a poll that they did. In fact, you know what? I think if I'm not mistaken, it was even in the in the uh, article that we were covering here. Let me pull that up real quick here. Yeah, this was uh, beginning of hour two, and it was a zero hedge article. And if you scroll down just a hair here, let me go to it here. Check this out. If if we um, well, heck, where did you go? You were there. There we go. Yeah. Here you go. There was this poll that was done. It was, I guess, on Democrats, according to Jesse Waters here. Yeah. 55% uh, of people wanted to find unvaxxed Americans. Among Democrats? Among Democrats. That's what this says here. Well, yeah. 59% uh, wanted to confine unvaxxed to their homes. 
Mm. 48% wanted to imprison those who questioned the vaccine. It's like half of all Democrats at the time wanted to imprison people who questioned the vaccine. Wow. 47% favored government tracking of the unvaxxed, and 29% were in favor of removing kids from the unvaxxed. Wow. That's and look, that's not an exaggeration. I remember this. Yeah. And I'm sure you do it. too. We, I mean, yeah. this was this was part of the of just that that experience, which it's almost unreal. It's surreal for yeah. me to think back. And think that that we actually went through that. I mean, it just it went it went really fast. It was so crazy for so long, mm-hmm. um, and it went by really quick. I mean, it's hard to believe that was only three years ago. Yeah, or that it was three years ago. It feels like it was a year ago. But people lost their minds. I mean, there were people literally. What they 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 believed those things, and there was <sighs> that was the beginning, dude. It. it mm-hmm. I, I, I still have trouble when I when I try and form sentences to explain in any kind of meaningful way how insane society has become. And it seemed like it started, people got really angry and bitter and stuff like that. It started with the election back in uh, 2016? Well, when, when Trump became president. When Trump yeah. became president, yeah. Yeah. Then and everybody's like, been at their throats ever since then. And and yeah. and the COVID thing was another example of that, where people were just inhumane, mm. you know, over things. And they wanted to do things that were just absolutely unheard of. Well, and when you described, well, I say described, you just showed, you revealed that, the you know, the percentages of Democrats that wanted things that are just just horrific and un, 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 inhumane. Uh, then, you know, that's where I got, all right, look. I don't like to play the Hegelian dialectic games, but we got to acknowledge in that group called Democrats, there were some horrific, horrific things that they would be willing to do according to these, if these uh, uh, polls were, were accurate. And that's where I said, this is not about, you know, hating Democrats or loving Republicans or vice versa. This is about, they acknowledge some things that are like, holy crap. Oh, you're unvaxxed. Yeah. We're going to take your kids. Yeah. What? 30% of them almost. And um, 50%, 59%, you should be confined to your home. 50% wanted to imprison of the Democrats, wanted to imprison people who questioned the vaccine. Question the vaccine. <laughs> granted, there are maybe this some is the of those party people. Of, the party is supposed to be the party of free speech. Right. And the First yeah. Amendment, right? Yeah. And, and so remember, during that time, we had some potential sponsors that had good products that rejected becoming sponsors simply because oh, yeah. I was speaking out yeah. about these horrific things that Democrats were doing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if you're not calling out the behavior, then what are you doing at that point? It was just embarrassing. Uh, so, um, you know, it, it, and if any of them who are in that group repented and said, oh, man, was I? And there are some that have celebrities and none and i don't hold grudges against them now in genuine contrition but as i said when you want forgiveness and grace yeah you get it from god no matter what i get that but uh you're asking for it from me until you acknowledge what you did was not just the wrong thing based on bad information but there were plenty of us out here including those credentialed if you needed that pointing out that the information you were following was wrong. And yet rather than paying attention, going, Hmm, I wonder if there's any merit to it. You did everything you could to suppress and deplatform and censor, denigrate, delicense, anything they could do uh, to prohibit that information from reaching the light of day. So that's where I feel like it's appropriate to draw the line on, you know, forgiveness and grace at that point. And this is maybe me not being, um, 
spiritual or Christ-like in forgiveness, but I'm all about forgiveness, but not, you know, for those at this point that have not taken it to that level go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we screwed up. We were wrong. And we also attacked and, and tried to destroy anybody who disagreed with us. You didn't do that last bit. I don't know. I'll be a hard ass on it. Pretty crazy. You can, you can be nice. I'll, I'll be mean on that one. You know, it's funny. I've got, I was just looking through here on my show prep. Uh-huh. I've got all of the show prep. I don't know why I saved this, but I just did. Um, it starts off January of 2019. Mm-hmm. And so every day when I go through the news and I find it's like, oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. Maybe we'll talk about this. It's, you know, something to consider. I've saved all of that since, mm-hmm. since January, 2019. And so I can scroll through wow. my show prep that I've done. And I can see the beginning of when coronavirus was, and mm-hmm. this, you know, I, I was just looking at here. There was a, an article here of Fauci going, oh yeah, coronavirus is nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. No big deal. And it, and it just, just as it's gone on through the years, I've got it just sitting here and I could just look through a timeline of our show prep from then until now. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of interesting to kind of rewind and see what was being talked about back then. Yeah. Yeah. We've been through it. Some of us survive. We're here. And I'd like to see more people survive and thrive once again. Um, well, yeah. <sighs> I feel a lot of emotions lately. Not yes. that I, I'm cold hearted robot. Dude, normally, man, but, you know, no. it's uh, stuff in the world is it's, it's still, it's a freaking roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's still going on and it doesn't seem to be stopping. It'd be nice for just, it would be nice for us to just kind of go, wow, there's not really a whole lot going on in the news today. Right. Kind of boring. I mean, we can mm-hmm. talk about something else. Yeah. But it just, it just keeps coming. It keeps coming. It keeps coming. Mm-hmm. It does not let up. So um, the situation in Israel, I know we haven't really talked about it in a few days. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I it's, they're they're, they're they're blowing up Gaza still. Yeah, um, I think some ho- some more hostages got released, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, the the pressure against Israel has ramped up, as a lot of people predicted would happen. Sure, the UN they kind of knew that was what the UN was going to do. Do you see all the the crazy anti-Jewish hatred that's happening? I mean, they're yes. they're putting stars of David in, on buildings in in France. Yep. Uh, I mean, why is it acceptable to do this? I mean, I believe in free speech. If you don't like somebody, you can say that. But my gosh, to, to you know, to to threaten with violence simply because you have a belief or religion that's different. I mean, I thought we had grown up beyond that, but apparently not. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting. And I, you know, I, I'm kind of sort of keeping it at a little bit of an arm's length because mm-hmm. I just, you know, I mean, I watch a lot of news. And I hear what they're saying. and I have a tendency to kind of turn it off. Because I just want to hear about what it is that's going on. Yeah. I don't want to hear it repeated over and over and over. And then, you know, t- 27 different people giving their opinions about the exact same thing. I yeah. don't need that. You know, I'll make up my mm-hmm. own opinion. Thank you. I just want to hear the facts and news that's actually going on. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's interesting how you've got these protests. They're, they call them pro-Palestinian um, protests. And then they automatically say that it's anti-Semitism or it's not anti. Well, it's not what they're saying is it's pro Hamas. Yeah. And it's made me wonder, you know, just trying to be intellectually honest about the situation. 
Um, is it possible to have a pro-Palestinian protest mm-hmm. but not be pro-Hamas? Because depending on what news channel you're listening to, right? Um, Fox has a ten- tendency to make anything that's pro-Palestinian pro-Hamas. And is that on? I mean, is that is that accurate? Is that is that being a hundred percent honest? If somebody says, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm against the killing of innocents and uh, the innocent Palestinian people, is that pro Hamas? You know, because they they have a tendency over Fox News to kind of lump it all in together. Sure, it, it, it makes it, me wonder if there's a, a line. Yeah, is there. there a way to make a distinction? I believe there is, but as you point out, you got Fox News that you know, is blowing it up as big in that direction as MSNBC in the other direction, perhaps that, uh, you know, the truth has lost the ability to have like these discussions that we have that may be uncomfortable, including with people who disagree on things we're talking about. But look, it's not that I, I hate somebody that has a disagreement. But again, if you're for the wholesale slaughter, uh, man, as I said, it's very difficult to to parse it in detail because let's just say you've lived in Israel your whole life and you recognize you're surrounded by avowed enemies that want to see you pushed to the sea and destroyed. Most people in America and around the world can't identify with that. And if we go back into some of the history of it, we mentioned the Balfour Declaration and British colonialism and globalism and on and on. You'd say, okay, there's a lot of stuff that you can't just easily say, this is black, this is white and nothing else in between. And there's no gray in any of it. But there are people in Israel that, that recognize there are gray areas in, in this as well. But at the same time, as I said, if somebody has been raised, raised in hatred and that their whole sole reason for being is to die as a martyr by killing Jews and Israelis, you, you, you there's not a lot of ability to have diplomacy in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. As much as I don't want to see wars and killing and bombing as like, if, if somebody was sit, sitting outside your home, Super Don, and their purpose and reason for being was to cause you damage, injury, or even death, how do you negotiate with that? Yeah. It's, and, uh, and, and I don't it, mean to say that they're, they're, it, that's only one-sided, but... You're, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's one side of it, right? I yeah. mean, depending on... And it's like, how far do you want to go into... I have resisted because I just... I don't want to get so distracted that I, like, cannot function. Yeah. Because it's it's a very complicated, seems like anyway, a very complicated issue because somebody would respond, yeah. some people would respond to you, what you just asked right there. And I would say, well, what if that person living in that house built that house in your backyard and tried to take over your property yeah. uh, and had been persecuting you, stolen your property and, and you know, in the past had done things to your people, uh, then who would be the one at fault? Would they, you be at fault for trying to get them off of your property? Yeah, well, if generations then, ago that occurred, right? And then, yeah. yeah, and then the response back to them would be, well, yeah, well, this was our property long before it was your property. And then they would mm-hmm. say, yeah, but you left and then you decided you wanted to come back. After, you know, it's like, yeah. ah. You know? Yeah, and what's the history of, of uh, the people of planet Earth? It's, you know, through war and conquest, people are killed and eradicated and moved out of their pride and then others move it back. I mean, and and then I come back to the uncomfortable let's say spiritual perspective that, you know, many in my audience, this audience don't agree with, and that's okay. But the possibility that if you live more than once, inhabit different bodies, that's called reincarnation. And yeah, that was part of Christianity at one time before it was voted out and even Jewish mysticism. 
and Kabbalah, whatever. And I don't mean. So to now this about. is interesting. So you're saying yeah. that, that that reincarnation was once a part of Christianity. Yes. I've, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. It was voted out in the Council of Nicaea. And we can get into, again, I'm not trying to tick anybody off. Yeah, of well, it's okay if they get ticked off because we're well, just having a conversation. I'm just saying historically. Remember, this is how it used to be. We used yeah. to be able to talk about stuff, even right. if it was uh, and so stuff you don't agree with. Consider that. You might not believe it. I'm not trying to convince you. But I'm like, hey, take that as another consideration that may, is this a design by God for us to learn to love one another by paying for the things that we do? By uh, Some call it karmic debt. Christ said, as ye sow, so shall ye reap. And, um, you know, some believe that it's one life and out, and maybe you, you, you learn at another level. Okay, that's fine. Whatever your belief is, I'm not trying to upset you, just to consider the discussion, that if you have that one shot and out, doesn't seem very fair, but okay. Now, if you are the slave, in, the slave owner, and, you know, we know how abhorrent slavery is, what a disgusting thing that is, how does that person that owns slaves live and die as a slave owner and learn that lesson? Could it be they were given the opportunity by God to come back and become a slave? And know, hey, this is what it's like on the other side of that. Not just a book knowledge. You're now going to have to live that and suffer as you caused others to suffer. Just considering, could there be an element of spiritual maturity and taking responsibility for your uh, behavior when you realize it's not just a, condemnation to hell for eternity because you were created by God. I agree that. I hope we all agree there. And, you know, sorry, you lost out, born in Africa. You were alive for two months and you're done. <laughs> Might there be another grander designer plan? Just throwing it out there for people to consider. It's up to you to reject what I say. I hope you don't hate me for it. But I just want to bring you know, that out. Look, I, I don't, I don't, I just, you know, I don't, I don't believe that. Um, mm -hmm. but I find it interesting mm -hmm. that, yeah, I, it, it, just the concept. Now, I, I mean, when it comes to reincarnation, I mean, are you saying this is something that, that you entertain the idea of? Well, um, if we get into that right now, I mean, do we really want to get into that? Or? Sure. Here, I, I have memories of previous existences of my own. Now this can be interpreted in a myriad of ways. I get that be based on your belief or system or dogma or theology, you would say, well, what you're believing, Robert, is uh, an existence before you got here, that you lived lives, but not in a corporeal body. OK, so you can have an interpretation of what I'm saying about having lived before through, you know, I've talked about my near death experience of leaving the body, coming back to it in that context. So it changes a little bit your worldview and perspective on you know, you don't have a soul. I don't have a soul. That's who I really am. I inhabit a body. And we could talk about that intellectually and people do get that. But in terms of actual uh, memories of existences and experiences, again, I may interpret it one way. You may interpret it another. Who's right? I can't prove it. I'm not trying to prove it one way or the other. Well, but none of this say, can be proven. I mean, it's, yeah, it's the all experience or continuity of life precedes this life and extends beyond this life is my point. Now, interpretation of it. Oh, it's a heavenly thing or it's a this thing is that, you know, we get into discussions or even arguments about it. I'm not interested in having an argument in a negative context, but I don't mind talking about various interpretations of these things. But I'm saying the consideration is such that we might look at life a lot differently when we realize those that have done some horrible acts actually have to pay for those acts in another life. 
and maybe as, as opposed to I just died and now I'm either going to heaven or I'm or going hell. to burn yeah. in hell. Yeah, exactly. Or or and I'm I'm saying that at the, yeah. in the history of religions and even Christianity, there were beliefs that were accepted as this is the way it is until voted out. Now, what you do with that and interpret that, you can call me a heathen if you want in that case, but I'm just <laughs> sharing with you. That's not my intent in doing it because I love God and I am grateful for my existence. And I know I, I, is, I'm not worshiping myself. This isn't about me and ego. This is about humbling myself before that which created us all. And we all have different experiences and beliefs about it. But there's a way that we can also get along knowing that there are basic concepts in which we agree. Don't, you know, break my stuff, take my stuff, try to kill me. I won't do that to you. And we can find ways that we have a lot more in common, even if we have different beliefs about things, then we have things that divide us. And as you know, my intent is not to convert anybody to anything, but to remind them and you and me of our divinity and how that manifests in each of us might be a bit differently. As I've said, you could go to the church with a thousand other people in the same mega church or a small church with 10 people. And if you drill down enough on your beliefs, they will differ in various areas, despite your general conception of, I believe this. Does that mean you're not pure enough to be part of the church, right? We can play those games too. And I think that's kind of petty. And I don't think that's Christ-like either, but that's just me. That's my opinion. There you go. Look what you did. Egg hey, me on and, uh, I, I like that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, these are good. These are good conversations because it's interesting. Yeah. You know, sometimes we learn new stuff about each other. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't wrap my head around the, uh, of course, you know, I can't wrap my head around any religious <laughs> belief. I mean, honestly, I'm just, yeah. I'm such an agnostic. I just, right. I just hedge my bets. Somebody's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that's interesting because, you know, I, I've heard like people talking about reincarnation. And it's like, yeah, you know, I, you can come back as like an animal or something. Yeah. Well, you can go to all different levels of consciousness, states of consciousness. Um, If I were to, you know, take that on, I would say that it's not likely that if you've risen to the level of the human consciousness, that you're likely going to be coming back as a rock. But they get, you know, well, maybe not a rock, but you know, mineral consciousness. Does a rock have a soul? I mean, I don't know. Mineral consciousness. Uh, It has an energy, I guess. Lori has a good comment, not on this subject, but uh, this is kind of about the issue of contrition, you know, differences of beliefs over time. Lori says, I did a speech on vaccines for college class. My professor ripped me a new one on it. And seven years later, she sees me in a store and apologized to me. She said I was right. Oh, nice. See, it is possible. It does happen, right? To, you know, to change. And, And I've said this, it's not my words necessarily, but a miracle is a changed consciousness that you can actually change your view about something, acknowledge it, be contrite about it, apologize for it, and and do better. And in that case, Lori's professor did so. And that's a heartwarming, you know, thing that happens from time to time. All right. So let's, let's, doing? let's go check out Rumble here. Um, let's see what... Oh, wrong mouse. All right. So... Uh, Liberation Station, Chris Steiner. He uh, was yes. was hanging out with us early here today. Marge mm-hmm. was there. I don't know if she's still there because Kate Daly might be on. Right. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. J- you know, Cetro Spotlight, otherwise known as Jim. Yes. Um, loves to spread his vegan um, um, message whenever he can. I think mm-hmm. I think when we were doing the homeopathic remedy. 
Yes. He, he said, once again, a plant for the win. vegans are so far ahead of the curve speaking of that and i'll get back to centrist Mm -hmm. but uh our ai uh picture of the day oh yeah we can't forget this now come on you know right if if you're gonna forget i'm just not gonna do it (laughs) so uh all right so it's a new habit to get into I uh, I went on a little ai journey today trying to come up because first i had to look up what thuja was and it turns out it's a tree yeah arbor vitae um, so I started off with, uh, seeing whether it could do a Thuja tree mm-hmm. and it did. All right. I thought that was nice with kind of a winter background. Very pretty. Yes. And then I thought, all right, so let's make it a little more fun. Mm-hmm. So then I came up with the Thuja trees <laughs> That's that, were, cute. that were happy. That's cute. And then I, I wanted it to be kind of more positive, you know, mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, uh, uh, showing how cool Thuja was so i got a thuja tree giving a thumbs up thumbs up awesome <laughs> and then i, like I thought that, and then dude. i thought well how about we'll just do something that is super like honed in mm-hmm. on what exactly it is we're covering and check this out what's that oh look at that thuja now I, i'm the one that had to put the label on because ai has not figured out how to do words correctly yet oh so you actually did that so what i did is i created the image and then i went in and I, I added the thing so here mm-hmm. you've got the homeopathic remedy in the bottle mm-hmm. and it's the thuja occident oxidentalis. occidentalis yeah yeah so there you go nice i like Not bad, it huh? that's fun I, I just i just love it i just don't know if we can embed them onto the things but they're pdf files we keep them minimal yeah. oh i can i can it'll just yeah. I, I can figure out how to do that in fact yeah. maybe i can put it in the um that's fun what i can yeah. do is maybe i can stick it in here somewhere in the uh the image of the over overlay and the, the over thing i'll figure yeah. out maybe i can put it like off to the side or something that's like fun that. yeah that could be fun yeah. the overlay yeah i like that idea and i swear i did not have any photoshopping on that super creatine picture. doesn't it kind of look like it though a little bit it is weird the way it's it weird does. it's the lighting is what it is i think it is but i didn't i didn't do anything in post i just sent it to you as it was from my camera phone um yeah. and i think it was dorothy one of the ladies that that took the 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 picture uh yeah we uh, yeah exactly she did i think she took the picture so um anyway that that stuff really works the super creatine if you want to build lean body mass, muscle mass, uh, uh, nutritionalfrontiers.com, use the code RSP15 to get 15% off. They've got a special now, 99 bucks and free shipping. Anything you get, add it up and you get right. 15% off. So. so back over to uh, Chris Steiner, by the way, he just, he dropped a whole bunch of links to a whole bunch of stuff in there. If you guys want to check it out. Okay. Um, so let's get back to Jim here. Uh, he made some comments here. He was talking about how warp speed. Mm-hmm. And the word, those words are going to come back to haunt Donald J. Trump. Yeah. Which I think they already are mm-hmm. to a certain degree, depending oh, yeah. on. Yeah, no, a lot of his, his diehard supporters came from our community of health freedom activists and people who had been vaccine injured. And he kind of burned some of those bridges by continuing to defend it. And now Bobby Kennedy is reaping the rewards there of that community more so yep. than, than Trump. Uh, Jim is just was loving your, your talk in there about reincarnation. Oh, cool. And uh, his last comment here, back to the vegan uh, situation here, he says, right, and vegans assume uh, the animals the animals we share the earth with, uh, that we should stop eating them because uh, people reincarnate. And so I, that, wow. If re- so in other words, if reincarnation is normal, I mean, is, I mean, it's not normal, but uh, real. Yeah. 
And if people do reincarnate as animals, mm-hmm. I, I don't. That, I don't could, have that, that could be a dilemma. Yeah. I can I can see what he's saying sure. there. It's somebody you just ate grandpa, grandpa, grandpa Joe, grandpa, right? Uh, we I, had grandpa Joe for dinner. You know, I don't share that <laughs> belief about it. I mean, I again, who am I? I'm just a guy. Can, can right? people be reincarnated as a plant, though? Right. I mean, and maybe. As I said, I I right? don't, I don't take it there personally. That's not where I look to do it. I think whatever you do to achieve the human state of consciousness, even how if about you this? Your- how about this? If you eat all the plants, mm-hmm. then the people that are reincarnated as animals don't have any food to eat. Yeah, you're starving people by eating their plants. Mm-hmm. You're eating their food. You're going to eat your 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 relatives' food. Well, there's the question. Is, oh, wait a uh, minute. No, no, no. I, I, I got it wrong. He says, no, it's you reincarnate because because you eat the animals? Oh, right. You ate the animals, so you reincarnate as the animal to know what it's like. Oh, to eat. Okay, it's it. a punishment. Yeah. I it's a what. punishment for eating. Boy, it's, it's so confusing. It's mm-hmm. so, so hard to, <laughs> hard to navigate. Yes. Reincarnation is a, is a punishment for meat eaters. Well, what about the people, the vegans? So, what the vegans don't reincarnate then? We're getting into something we're not going to solve, obviously. And I, I, you know, I don't have reincarnate. Wow. No, no, I dude. This is, no, this belief. is, I, listen, I've never heard this before. So, let me make sure I understand this. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. Okay. So, reincarnation is, is something that happens to people that eat animals so they can come back as an animal and experience. Uh, the the horrors of being subjected to all of the meat eaters on the planet. But if you aren't a meat eater, then what happens then? Hmm. And what religion is this exactly? <sighs> this is a new one. No, I'm, I'm no. fascinated. Okay. I'm, I'm genuinely, genuinely, because I've never heard tell. this one before. I can tell. You see, I'm not. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? Uh, I don't know that I've necessarily her i mean look i've explored so many different beliefs that i'm not surprised by much uh but i may not share that perspective but as i said i don't expect people to share my perspective just because i have it Uh, i just like to be able to talk about this stuff and i think it's a healthy thing to do so i think that's kind of (laughs) cool it's a cool idea not saying i i I believe it but it's Mm -hmm. it's something i've never heard of before Interesting. All right. So we're two and a half hours into this here. We, we're doing this a lot more lately. Have you noticed that? Yeah. What is going on with us that we're just like. It's because when we can just kind of just like just shoot the breeze, it's different. We could always shoot the breeze, though. What are you talking about? We could, as long as it's interesting and we don't just end up talking about boring stuff. But Yeah. Well, I can tell you were engaged in this one. Well, I just. Oh, okay. So I guess. I guess, I guess yeah, that, that's, that's right. So reincarnation is a is a punishment for uh, Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Nugent's got to live many lives as deer. And right. yeah, so <laughs> I, I will. Interesting. Uh, again, it's a belief system. We all have them. Um, Everybody needs one. Yeah. Even even the ones that say they don't have one, they literally do. Yeah, just by not having one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's got to have something to believe in. And that Any, anybody like write in, I, I hate you. I'm never going to listen to you again. Never going to watch you again. Just because no, ha- no hate mail, stuff. no hate mail yet. No hate mail. Good. All right. We're not intending to do that. We don't dig that, but all right. So here's my question for you. Uh, I'm looking at the calendar. Tomorrow is uh, marked off the calendar as the 
health freedom event. Is it a travel day tomorrow or? Uh, No, we're doing a live show tomorrow and then I head out right after the show. Yeah. All right. And then uh, Monday looks like it'll be a travel day uh, coming up. Okay. If that's not in the calendar, but yeah, we go. So live we're, and we we're good on Friday as well. Are you going to be at we'll be, the event on Friday? Yeah, Friday live at the event or okay. wherever I'm going to be. Might be the hotel room. I don't know yet, but we'll work on that. And um, all right, so we'll have Emore tomorrow then, and then yeah. uh, the first hour. Mm-hmm. And as usual, I mean, geez, Louise, have we got stuff to talk about? Yeah. Um. And then we'll figure out Sunday thing. I'm assuming you you probably can get something recorded there for Sunday. Yeah. And then travel oh, day. Yeah. So encore on Monday. Yeah, encore. Or if I, on the outside chance, I get to record ahead. I never think I really can because I'm ended up so busy. I'm emceeing as well as talking and such. So it likely will be an encore Monday. Uh, outside chance, I get some recording, some new new material for Monday as well. So let's um, let's end the show on on words of wisdom from uh, Cetra Spotlight. Okay. I, I, I actually, I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being, um, um, sarcastic. Okay. But I do like what he has to say here. And here's okay. his, his quote. What is more important is what comes out of one's mouth than what goes in it. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. That is a good one. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. So yeah. we could have debates over whether you should eat meat or eat plants or mm-hmm. whatever like that. But, um, it is more important what comes out of your mouth. Words, listen, words have power. They do. Mm-hmm. They can hurt people. They can make feel people feel good and help people and encourage people. And they can make you sound stupid, too. <laughs> yeah, they can indeed. So watch what comes out of your mouth. Law of silence, if you're not sure. And watch your mouth. And we'll be back tomorrow if we have something to say about it or just say. Yes. Yeah. Thank you all for being here. Have a good day, guys. Have a good afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow.